There is a form of multimedia entertainment beyond that which is good. These games are as vast in number as they are terrible. They dwell in the dark recesses of history, unearthed from the pits of the bargain bin. These are the games of horror. This is Garbage Game Night. Welcome to Garbage Game Night, the podcast where we give games a second chance. Maybe these developers of bad games, maybe they're uh, maybe they're misunderstood, or you don't really understand what the good that they do for their community, right? Sure, sometimes they ruin lives, but they've also lifted, lifted us up out of terrible conditions. Um, these developers are, are heroes or monsters. I don't know. We're, we're going to decide. Some very vague foreshadowing that we have tonight. All right, so we've heard from them already some, but let's introduce our guests this evening to check this game out first. Uh, Frank, how are you doing tonight, Frank? I'm doing great. Oh, God, that was loud. <laughs> Sorry. That sounds I'll, I'll do like a little lower. I have, uh, um, no, I have like an great. audio clip. I have your volume way up because we were playing uh, PUBG the other day, oh, yeah, and which I was fun. Significantly worse microphone setup. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Yeah, glad to have you back, Frank. And Fredo, how are you doing tonight? Dude, I'm doing I'm doing great. Thank Good. you for inviting me. So yeah, this is my third time. I hope this is this doesn't go bad as the other one. So we, yeah, we, <laughs> wow. We have one yeah. catered to you, Fredo. I'm very excited to have you with us this evening. <laughs> it's gonna uh, be good. It's gonna be um, <laughs> Tom, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. Good. Doing good. Glad to have you back. You weren't right. You weren't with. Yeah, you weren't with us for Tomato Way. That's right. No, no. And I missed um, out on it. He skips out on the fun ones. I do feel like I like the ones that make me feel worse about life. And Tomato (laughs) Way. That was not Tomato Way at all. I know. That's my point. I I heard a rumor that maybe uh, that week was going to be a fun week. And I was like, no, no, I'm a masochist. (laughs) I'm all about about bringing on the pain. Yeah. well, this this game will have a little something for you also then. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. Hunter, how are you this evening? I'm doing I'm doing really well, but I think the question is how are you? Wow. <laughs> I didn't even nice. notice, but good job. Get my, get my pen out here. I, I thought, you know, you asked Tom first and I was like, oh, here I go again. I'm gonna take I that on my own. <laughs> Tom Tom missed his chance. He's out I'm of doing the, very out well. Of practice. Thank you. Thank you, Hunter. I was uh, streaming a lot the past couple days. Did like I said, did some PUBG with Frank. We streamed uh, a lot of Tomato Way, which I'll talk a little bit more about. I need to fix my notifications cuz I didn't get a stream. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, you never showed up, huh? Weird. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I hope I don't lose points for that. No, no, it's okay. I'll I'll blame it on Bezos. That's fine. Uh, and Carly, how are you tonight? I'm doing well, thank you. Excellent. Well, we have a large team assembled this evening. There's a lot to digest in this one. So, uh, oh, well, there's one more thing we got to do first. We got to talk about. I forgot uh, that Tomato Way is the only way. So, the last game we played on Garbage Game Night was Tomato Way, and uh, it's the only way. It's the only way. Uh, After releasing the podcast, Tom and I were playing Divinity 2 a few days later, and a fellow named Tomato Way joined our Twitch stream. I asked (gasps) if he was just a big fan of Tomato Way. It turned out (laughs) it was the developer himself, Vladislav Castillo-Gonzalez. 
I was a bit starstruck, to be honest. But uh, yeah, Carly and Frank, I think you guys were in the chat and Tom was playing with me and we got to ask him a few questions. And so that was that was a lot of fun. Really appreciate you stopping by. And uh, which is another reason why it was so good that I missed because I was like (laughs) really ready. Yeah, you were ready for questions while you were playing. Who is this (laughs) guy? We're trying to play a game here, man. I've never felt more guilty about about missing one before than when when it became so incredibly relevant for me to have uh, been there. The developer of it shows up in chat. So did you reach out to him or did he find us? No, I was totally planning on it. Um, I was going to ask him some questions because we, plenty of questions when you play Tomato Way about what is going on exactly. But no, I guess he has alerts set up and uh, he's following that game on Twitch probably. So he just sees when people are playing it. And uh, so I was, like I said, I was planning on playing Tomato Way, like all of them all the way through. And that's what I did yesterday. I played through one, two, and three in one sitting. I think it took me three and a half, four hours. Um, and he joined towards the beginning. I think he joined when I was playing Tomato Way 2 and uh, was helping me out with some pointers, answered some more questions. And uh, yeah, I really, that was, just, that was really awesome of him to stop by and do that. And yeah, he pointed out some things about the plot that I, I d- didn't pick up on there. Wow. Like we, we, the whole lore of, tomato way we we really just dipped our toe in it man like there's so much stuff that happens in tomato way three just so much more wtf than even we explored in the podcast so yeah you can watch the vod on twitch tomato way three gets uh, very tough at the end of it i'll say there is he there's (laughs) wisely included a god mode and max ammo button that you can utilize but there's so many weird bosses and then at the end there's like 12 minutes of cutscenes that just keep coming like there's a roll of credits more cutscenes, and then another roll of credits and uh it it ties some things together it creates many more questions but yeah there's a whole there's a whole universe that we real didn't realize was there so again i can't recommend to enough tomato one. way so for some for some bizarre stuff check it out tomato way is the only way it's the only way you should get him on the <laughs> podcast one day yeah I maybe so. ask him <laughs> When we do our next surreal game, or maybe next game, uh, Vlad, if you're out there, if next game you have, if it's a kid's game, whatever it is, we'll play it and we'll have you on the podcast to talk about yeah. it. He said that, that, he, said that awesome. he was working oh on uh, kids' games after after this. Uh, I don't know if they, they pay out better or you can get more uh, revenue with that, but it sounded like he was going to do mobile kids' well, he's, games. He's branching which, out. You know, oh, no, no, no shame in that You don't want to make the, the same game over and over. He's trying something no. new. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, so uh, some podcast updates. As usual, we're live here on Twitch while recording this. You can find us at twitch.tv slash ggncast. Our website, garbagegamenight.com. You can find more info on the websites, including references, the pictures of the 3D models that we do as rewards. Um, you can give us a follow on any of all of those. As I mentioned, we have a Twitter as well where you can see we go live and stuff. Uh, so you can come hang out with us when we're recording episodes and doing other cool games. Like I said, on our Twitch channel, we have super cute uh, raccoon emotes now little trash panda so uh yeah last episode i started off the episode by talking about how the war on drugs had been won by drugs by the youths <laughs> voting to legalize possession and such <laughs> and this week we go back to a simpler time when the war on drugs was thriving in the exotic location of columbia I don't know your thoughts on this, Fredo, but for me, as an average consumer uh, <laughs> of over-the-top media <laughs> in 
cocaine, not not a consumer of cocaine, of <laughs> consumer of over the top media. Just an average, only on the weekends. <laughs> yeah, is, is that I even is that even drug use? It's not. It's fine. It's just the weekend. <laughs> nah, it's just it's chip. the weekend. <laughs> hey. I do hey. it before each podcast. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's yeah, different. Yeah. It's it, yeah, that's, that's performance fine. enhancing. We, we need that. Come on, what it's game we playing? Let's now. do it. <laughs> so for me, as a as an average consumer of over the top media in the United States, everything I've learned about Colombia has been from the Netflix show Narcos. It's a fairly <laughs> nice. accurate depiction, right, Fredo? Fredo from Colombia, right? Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, I, I live in the jungle. Mm-hmm. My entire childhood, it was just running from a cheetah. <laughs> okay. So yeah, no. I mean, oh, cheetahs I mean, in Colombia. It's the same. Yeah, it's the same. <laughs> the only thing about that. It's a persistent Frank, cheetah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the thing is that I told Frank. Yeah, no, and I, I think yeah, everybody heard me when I said that the guy from the who is playing the main guy, you know, the good old guy Paulo. Pablo, yeah. He's Brazil yeah, he's Brazilian. Oh, so okay. Th- that's the thing that pissed me off because he has a weird accent. Oh, it's so like it's not if authentic. You have some, yeah, if you have something like from uh, no, I don't know, yeah, Scarface is perfect, yeah. Al Pacino right. is perfect for that role. Yeah, I'm not gonna talk shit about Al Pacino. He's, he's a perfect cute. He everybody loves him. Gotcha. But yeah, yeah. Like uh, an Italian mafia boss played by somebody from Cuba, something like that. So it's not authentic, so Right. I hate that show, so yeah, go yeah. on. Yeah, there's, <laughs> so you, you hate Tell the show. Tell me more okay. about the show that I hate. <laughs> there's a willingness to, or a ignorance to, like, I don't know, he looks he looks like he's from South America, that's fine. So someone like me, like, I, I surely wouldn't know, but you, that stands out right away to you, I'm sure. Exactly. Yeah, so uh, you may not know much about the show. It sounds like you know some about it, Fredo, um, but you're about mm-hmm. to. Uh, did you know that they <laughs> released a game to support the TV show Narcos? <gasps> Tonight, we are playing the show tie-in game Narcos Rise of the Cartels, <laughs> a game wow. that came out a mere year ago for the PC, Switch, Xbox One, and PS4. Oh. Is wow. this the most nice. recent game that we've played on? It might be. We've done Probably. a very recent one before. No, we've done a couple. Game on and this game actually while i appreciate your knowledge on the subject fredo and i absolutely want to have you here there's a reason that i'm going to ask tom to play this one actually nice so i just sent that to you on steam tom Okay. Tom is a part of the cartel. Yeah. I was going <laughs> to say a little awkward, but I actually have addiction. more experience while i was in colombia in the cartel <laughs> which oh. cartel was that Exactly. Tell me, the south one or the east one? <laughs> oh, there's a difference. Oh, we were. We, what we were, were, uh, we were a very minor. We were very Although minor cartel. I'm sure you didn't. Small hear player. <laughs> yeah, very small. Very small player. All only right, in so. the only in the millions of dollars in drug <laughs> only money. Hundreds of people killed. Not yeah. Two. You you sent it in. We only Steam? beheaded two people a week in, oh, that's in fine. Steam. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna press the play button on this trailer. In one, two, three, play. In Colombia, we're seen as the good guys. That's where I live. Good guys who sometimes <laughs> need to do bad things. Wow. Eats sometimes good guys need to do bad DEA things. Right? Mm-hmm. In a brutal war over what Maybe. they call white gold. We watch them. They watch us. They watch we each other. We lose people. Everyone's they watching lose everybody. people. <laughs> when one they side lose a head, the other it guy, seems like a guy. very <laughs> even and fair fight. Very eye for an eye, you know? There's just yeah. two sides to this story, you know? 
Only the best strategy. Oh, there's some isometric action. Yeah. Isometric, like turn based. Wait, but then there's first humanity original narcos. Narcos original. Choose your side. Choose your side. Oh, I mean, if you don't pick the cartel side. Exactly. Like, why? Why? Oh, I've always wanted to play the police. Yeah. We play. I've always wanted a game where I have the option of playing. That uh, was the PS4 trailer specifically. Uh, it's just some more info from the Steam page. Welcome to Colombia, 1980s. The fires of El Patron's empire have been lit. Its influence spanning borders and expansion unabated. Influence and corruption is rife. Uh, I lost my place in reading. <laughs> Rife. Uh, rife. Cops, it was guards, rife. politicians, and those in between are falling into the pockets of the Delin cartel, and after years of production, America is finally taking notice. Narcos Rise of the Cartel tells a story of the hit Netflix TV series of the rise and fall of El Patron. Choose your side and ally with the DEA, or conversely, side with the Narcos. Explore recognizable locations from the show and take a role in pivotal world-altering events and battles that will define and shift the war on drugs. Form your team from a variety of class-specific roles. Join leading characters. Upgrade your skills and take part in brutal turn-based combat where your actions have oh, consequences. Nice. It's like XCOM. It is like yep. XCOM, to be honest. We'll get XCOM, into that. Narcom. XCOM. XCOM's my <laughs> jam. I'm playing, uh, I'm playing Gears uh, Tactics right now, too. Oh, are you? Wow. Ooh. Again, that is yeah. the reason you're playing tonight, because you're an is XCOM expert. Is that like a expert. Gears of War? It's, yeah, it's literally take XCOM and just theme it Gears of War. Gotcha. Yeah. Then Fredo, it's, it's, there is this phrase that they put in Steam, uh, plata o plomo. What, what does oh, that yeah. mean? It, it translates as silver or lead. Does that mean like money or bullets? Is that what it's saying? Yeah, uh-huh, exactly. Money or bullets. Yeah, that's okay. literally what it is. Yeah, there's nothing, nothing else about that. But yeah, okay, exactly. okay. It yeah. just put that in there, and I, like, is that a common phrase? I've never heard of it before. But I mean, are right. you a part uh, of the cartel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Colombia, in Colombia, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are they are they writing the the phrase for only members of the cartel? <laughs> it's people uh, in the know. Do people have that tattooed on their I body? Mean, for everything, for yeah. everything. I mean, it's for drugs. Okay, so if you if you gotta okay. kill for drugs and make some money, you have to. So yeah, okay. yeah that's Plata a saying down there. Okay. So yeah. Got it. Yeah. We're in the know now. Plato Oploma. Yep. Okay. Only tough right, hombres. So other, other bullet points that this game is sold bullet on based points. on the hit Netflix uh, TV series. <laughs> Authenticity is at the core of the Narcos experience and highly recognizable and iconic uh, <laughs> characters from the TV show are available to control and play such as El Me- Mexicano, Murphy, Peña, uh, Peña <laughs> Primo, and more. Every leader character offers unique gameplay abilities and perks to help turn the tide of battle. So when they say uh, authenticity is at the core of the narcos experience i think what they're saying is that it's true to the tv series not true to anything yeah, else exactly. <laughs> it's not yeah, true yeah. to the real yeah, life fast-paced strategy combat narcos rise of the cartels takes turn-based strategy combat to a whole new level with units possessing the ability to move individually one after another or multiple times within one turn meaning the pace always meaning the pace always being ramped up or grammar plan your moves wisely but be cautious as there are always consequences to your actions and also every war I wouldn't criticize these people <laughs> every war has two sides featuring two unique campaigns Narcos Rise of the Cartel allows you to bring the war see the war from both sides choose to side with the DEA and fight alongside Steve Murphy to bring down the drug empire or choose to side with the Narcos in order to help found grow and expand the empire under the watchful eye of El Patron 
Uh, also, counteract and kill shot. Innovative gameplay mechanics keep the turn-based genre fresh by allowing you to take third-person control of your units in order to engage enemies directly, giving you the opportunity to deal critical damage at optimum moments. That's actually an error as well. They mean to say take first-person control of your units, which we will explore when we get into the game. Ooh. Uh, but did you know that this game existed, anyone? I have nope. no, no idea. No. Okay, excellent. Uh, how's the pitch sound? Turn-based shooter tactics in the Narcos universe. I think it sounds cool. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't Blano. like TV show games, but I like turn-based and, like, mixing in first-person shooting with it. Is so, kind of cool idea. I have not seen the show ever. That's my other question, has, yeah. Has anybody seen it? No. Nope. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, let me ask okay. you then. Do you feel that, like, the they, way the they show actually plays referenced out, me They referenced my experience. you. Yeah. L- well, no, I mean, like, they called me to be like, hey, we know that you ran a very, very small hotel. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and you've also watched case. Narcos. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, no, no, it was before. It was while they were making Oh, it. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, he's in the... Uh, the credits. The, the thank yous. Well, no, they didn't that, have a title me, for him, but thank you, Tom. Yeah. yeah let me ask, Tom, Tom. Do you think no less the turn-based strategy is that play into like the show? Does the show feel like a back and forth, like a turn-based? Like again, I have no frame of reference for the show other than Columbia and drugs. Is it actually like, legitimately? Yes, I would yeah, say like so. The, I know. The, I, what's the main character's uh, name? The guy that I'm seeing here with the the mustache. Oh, that's Pablo. Escobar. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. So again, I have no. Are you idea talking about the black, black are you talking about the white guy? No, no, no. Are you that's about like, the white guy? Okay, so it's it's like based off of the actual. Again, no no frame of reference for this show or this game. So yeah. If that's Pablo Escobar, is it like Pablo Escobar does something and then you see like the FBI agents or the the DEA or whatever they counter or react and then yes yes it's cutting from one side to the other for sure okay so that's so this that might be like a okay so if we make a game for it let's make it turn-based because it's give and take cause and effect sure and there's a lot of raids and um i've never seen i've only seen the first half like 40 man raids or like (laughs) no No, like (laughs) well maybe don't stand Um, in the cocaine But there's like standoffs and damage. I think think it's the thing with this is that he's portrayed as the good guy, and uh, yeah, you know, he's an entrepreneur and he's trying just to make money (laughs) and defend everybody. He's helping out the town. This thing happened for (laughs) real, guys. (laughs) I mean, that's what I was. A lot of people. I kind of assumed he was a good guy. He's very charismatic. I know you said you hated it. I don't know how much you watched it. No, 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 no. I mean, he's definitely not portrayed as the good guy. He's, I mean, he's definitely described as like, like he often tried to make the public think that he was a good guy and they mm-hmm. talk about that. But like, no, it, they're they're pretty clear. He's bad. bad <laughs> I mean, it, it's all about point of views. It's like a lot of people, yeah, for example, Scarface, you know, what is a good thing that didn't, that, that thing didn't happen, you know? <laughs> he <laughs> killed all those people and everything. And he's like, okay, everybody loves Al Pacino, but portraying Pablo Escobar as a good guy is like, Pieces, but you know, it happened years ago. A lot of families got affected by that. I'm not gonna blame Netflix because they, they're making money of it. No, I, I'm not gonna blame uh, Netflix. I'm gonna blame Colombia because they've done so many soap operas about Pablo Escobar 
And yeah. so, yeah, when somebody's uh, hear my story about, oh, you are Colombian, so Pablo Escobar, cocaine, it's like, okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> it, my, my country sells that thing as a media. That's right. the thing that happened in history. So, yeah, no, uh, I'm good with that. <laughs> Everything is fine with that. I think it's funny. I don't like the series. I think it's portrayed poorly because yeah. it has been better series uh, showing the bad side of the guy and everything. But, uh, yeah, no. but I, I agree with you, Tom, that they don't show him as a good guy. But somebody can perceive the guy as like, okay, he's a he's an entrepreneur. He just right. wants to make some money. He's just gonna uh, smuggle some cocaine to the to the U.S. But yeah, well, I feel like that's <laughs> what they do a lot with TV shows. It's very hard to have a main character of a TV show be like a, like mm. just hated or because then you know your show's not really gonna go anywhere and people may not. Oh, yeah, people watch love it. But like, like Breaking Bad. You know, I mean, he's, oh, yeah, I'm trying to provide for my family. It's like, yeah, but you're making meth and ruining, like, millions, or uh, maybe not millions, but, like, thousands of people's lives in in doing so. So there's a show on Netflix called Dark Tourist, um, and they actually have an episode on the tourism culture around, yeah, Colombia and uh, the the cartel, and they kind of get into some, again, this is just one show's depiction of it, so I don't know how close it is to reality, Fredo, but, like, they're just talking to lots of people who seem to like glorify the guy and there is no matter who it is whether it's a fictional character like Scarface or Pablo Escobar there's there's people who are gonna I, I know I remember some people in high school who had like the Scarface poster and seemed to like watch the first half of Scarface and think he was a badass and he was an idol <laughs> and like that's yeah. their takeaway um so I mean it's the same thing with Pablo Escobar yeah, everybody suppose, on but- Cribs has a copy of the DVD oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. this everybody. is my this is my Scarface right next to my Godfather Right yeah, next exactly. to my 13 going on 30. Say something weird about respect, and uh, that's my role model. Yeah. So. I, I definitely <laughs> think, too, near the near the end of Narcos, like when, when they get him, um, yeah. and he's, like, on the run constantly. Yeah. Um, Spoilers. You start to get... But, you, oh, thanks. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> you, start, yeah uh, you start to get a little more of a feel of, like, less of, like, his whatever glamorous lifestyle he tried to lead right. at, like, oh, yeah. the height of his power, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, he had a lot of money. He tried to run for president and all that shit. Like, he, he tried to get into into the government. It was a shit show, but, yeah, spoilers. Yeah, no, that happened <laughs> for real, guys. <laughs> that happened for real. So, uh, yeah, no. Uh, but, yeah, I'm not surprised that they have a video game for it. So, yeah, no, I'm, I, I really want to see it, guys. All right, so we have here. I think that has that same... That same uh, like the beginning half of the movie versus the end would be like blow. Like if you watch the first half of blow, it's like, Oh yeah. It's just like yeah. driving tractors full of pot across country and having a good old time with Pee Wee Herman. And then like in the latter half, it's like, Oh, my daughter doesn't talk to me and all of my friends narked on me. And now I'm in jail for like the foreseeable future. It's like, what happened to the good old time in California? It's- Funny because I don't think I've ever actually I don't think I've ever actually seen the end of that movie. So as far as I knew, I didn't I didn't know I didn't know there was a downside. (laughs) There is no downside to drug trafficking. You just you make money and you have a great time and you meet a lot of cool people. Yep. There you go. You make make lifelong friend. (laughs) Yeah. There was a there was a movie recently, Joe Pesci, where. it was like them all of a bunch of different like mobsters. It's not the Irishman. Gosh. Yeah, yes, <laughs> yes, yeah, yes, 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 yes. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Is it? It's like a movie. Um, I get not to not to 
spoil. Oh wait, things. Home Alone. Yeah, I mean, Macaulay Culkin. It was just funny because you you mentioned like his family not talking to him, and like I feel like one of the last scenes of that movie, like he is an old man, one of the one of the main characters, and just like his whole family just doesn't even want to see him on Christmas and it's, his retirement. It's home. how it always it ends. Just, it, like Goodfellas has yeah. a similar thing; they go into witness protection, and his wife hates him. Yeah, <laughs> for yeah. it. So. Yeah. But so they if try you just put a morality stop the end, cap at the end of know, it, but then it's good. <laughs> yeah. It's such a fun time People before the out. end, you know. On on topic, here's a movie that is about real historical event that also took a turn. Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, you watch the first half. That's it's true. a love story on a boat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, a fun fact Nothing about Titanic. But, you know, the scene where the, the one guy, uh, he has a gun, you know, and he shoots... Uh, yeah. Somebody and he shoots himself. You know, apparently that was there's there's no proof of that happening. And then the guy's family was really upset that they did that in the movie. And like, why would you? Oh, betray? not Billy Zane, like a guy who committed suicide. You mean? Yeah, like there's no that murder there's, suicide. Yeah, it was <laughs> that it was a murder suicide. Yeah, I'm not. He he died. I'm not exactly sure of the circumstances, but the family's like, okay. wow, way to portray our relative like we're not happy with that like you know I don't thanks know. james cameron they're doing a murder suicide <laughs> with our uncle that's tough though like imagine if you gave every family uh creative freedom then the movie would just basically be a long string of people just really being good like people. no yeah. uh, i'll make the noble sacrifice on the boats <laughs> right all right i feel like we're off topic okay, we're, a bit, we're, off topic, so we're gonna we're get into this game <laughs> we're let's, get back let's on topic play. though Real quick, um, uh, Chris, <laughs> a show called Growing Belushi. Uh, there, I think there's only three episodes or something. Dan Aykroyd, no Jim Belushi, starting a, a, a marijuana thing, and they go to Colombia and they talk to oh, okay. Colombian people there, and like you know, and some of them are big fans of Pablo Escobar, and they're like not really, you know, they're like on the fence about Pablo and the thing. You're like, oh, so come on, if, guys. If you want to see the Belushi uh, perspective on yeah. Pablo Escobar, check it out. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. All right, Tom, go ahead and launch this before we get derailed more so we can see some gameplay. <laughs> so they are using the likenesses of the characters from the show. It is authentic in that way. Is it the audio as well? Is it their voices? It is not their voices. We will we will talk about that. Well, he's okay. first he's going to ignore the objective and run the opposite way. Yeah, I know it's a big that. XCOM <laughs> thing. <laughs> I'm going to reveal the reward we have this evening very quickly. Um, oh. There is a reward, oh, thank, and oh, I. I, what are you saying? It is a bucket of cocaine. It is, it is cocaine white, uh, but it is not cocaine. <laughs> it, it has a hidden aspect to it that I will reveal some more later. Ooh. Oh, I need to turn my webcam on to do this. Oh, is it one of those like secret stash kind of things? Nesting Russian maybe, doll? Maybe we'll see. It's very small. I'm holding it up right here. It is. Do you recognize that shape, Bredo? I didn't double check it, so I assume it this looks, is right. Is that Colombia? That is, I don't know if I'm holding it right either. That is, it's a keychain <laughs> of Colombia. And I'm going to reveal more about uh, what's unique about Ooh. it uh, a little bit later. But it's very small. Ooh. I'm going to look up the shape of Colombia real fast because, boy, will I feel stupid. Wait, so, so you made it into the the safe house really quickly. <laughs> well, it was so, abandoned, so, apparently. So, uh, Hunter, basically, there's two ways to play any XCOM or like Gears, like, uh, you know, turn based turn-based game yeah. like this. And it's basically, does it have an Overwatch mode? 
or not. <laughs> right. And um, we'll see if it, if there is one or not. But um, and Overwatch mode, mode is if you can see like the whole map. No. So what it is basically is like different games do it differently. Actually, Gears did it in a pretty cool way where you have to pick a cone that you're going to be watching. But when the enemies move into that cone, you can react to it. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. So, so enemies also have this. So it, in other words, it just makes sense to like you can play like super defensively and just crawl. it kind of takes it takes some of the fun out of the game. So I don't know. It's kind of like a mix between trying to have fun, but like games like XCOM, if you die and you lose someone like it'll break your it's heart. It's devastating. Yeah. Yeah. So there are times where you're like, I don't want to be doing this, but this is what I'm going to do. Right. Do you actually experience um, heartbreak having been in the cartel business? <laughs> oh, no, I'm cold. Okay. Now. Yeah. That's what I figured. I figured at any time you get a character in like XCOM, you're just like, well, this one will be dying soon. Okay. So it's saying you have to take him down if necessary. There's a cartel member. I think you could you could potentially talk him into giving up a life of crime. Mm-hmm. And becoming a model citizen. So right. I think you should try that. Although you do have the attack action already. All right. What if I just try shooting him? <laughs> See, they don't. it seems like they don't even give you the option. It looks like it's run at them at full force, shoot, <laughs> yeah. or place three bullets on the hood of the car. So if you do critical damage, a kill shot will trigger it, saying, which Whoa. gives you the opportunity to do a bonus shot. Headshot, headshot. <laughs> Bob says to tell him the McRib is back. (laughs) (laughs) It's not back for like another week. So what we saw there was he did his action and it jumped into kind of a first person mode for a bonus shot, which is a unique thing, right, Tom? Yeah, yeah, it is. I um, here it felt kind of like kitch. I don't know, like felt like you were just executing someone, but (laughs) yeah. Well, I just meant it was like move the mouse, like. Two inches, you know what I mean? Right. Like it wasn't like a difficult or like interesting thing to do. I was when I was thinking of a first person mode, I was thinking more like maybe you'd get there and instead of it being a percentage, you could do it. Because sometimes that is fr- frustrating in turn based games where you'll go and it's like, hey, it's a 50 percent chance you'll make it. And you're like, OK, you're also four feet away from them. And they're like, no, it's still <laughs> not nah, 50 <50%. laughs> percent. Yeah, he's behind, he's behind half cover. So, yeah, 50 yeah. percent. Yeah, so now it's explaining Counteract to you, which is... Uh, which if, is Overwatch. Which is Overwatch. They call it Counteract in this game. Although in this game, it's not a mode you can put them in. They acquire Counteract oh, God. points. Um, and uh, so if you have enough Counteract points, uh, you will be able to trigger your Counteract, which is, again, firing in first-person mode at them as they're moving. Okay, so... Oh. Oof. Went for the headshot. Nice. Well, that actually was kind of cool, though, that like when it did that mode to mm-hmm. allow me into that, that was kind of cool. Right. And I was explaining that you get counteract points every time you move, get a kill. Sometimes skills give you counteract points. So there is no mode you can put people on like Overwatch, where like if someone moves in front of you, you take a free shot at them. It instead is you you build up to do the Overwatch mode. Yeah, yep. this is great. This is great. L- lots of genres going on. Is yeah. this just... Yep. Is this the Columbia you know and love, Fredo? It's also survival dude, horror. Dude, this is a flashback. This is a flashback. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and just to explain clearly what we're looking at here, this is a tactical turn-based shooter. So the environments um, that we're in, we're in kind of a 
downtown favela kind of area, I suppose. Sometimes it's, uh, you got some bridges with cars, sometimes jungles, but you are moving your characters around a map that's actually a grid. Um, it is split into squares that you can move around. Uh, sometimes you move behind cars that are half cover or a building that's full cover. You use your action points to take turns. That's moving and shooting. Um, in this game, you can also use the rest action, which is recovering health points. Uh, when you when you shoot, there is a percentage chance to hit them to do like one to three damage. Um, there's a couple other things to mix it up that we'll get into, providing cover fire, line of sight fire, making shots. And sometimes the missions have you do things like collect items. Sometimes it's just kill a bunch of dudes. But uh, we're going to go mission hey, to mission Pablo. here. There's Pablo. Don Pablo. It's funny that they use the face of the actor playing Pablo Escobar in the show and not just like the face of the real Pablo Escobar. They're not, yeah, they're not going to do it. <laughs> Too risky. That thing is cool. So they're yeah. using real footage from the game, uh, from the series here as well. So it's interspersed Mando. in oh, there. Oh, is that, is that, that's Pedro Pascal, right? Yeah. Yep. Oh. oh. We just watched him in a movie called Prospect. Yeah. That yeah. was really good. So oh, is that the one where they're like, are on a weird planet? Yeah, they're like a yeah. father-daughter prospecting team. It was it was really good. The story was really. I tight. feel like with that, that's like how they like for the Mandalorian. They're like, yeah, no, like you're really good talking in a helmet. You know, <laughs> how about you don't see his face? <laughs> All right, here we are in Mission Command, the war room for the DEA. We oh. need to strike back, kill them all. It says, as he holds a cigarette very casually. It says it's a strike back mission, which just means you're killing everyone. Because you just everyone. killed a whole bunch of. Narcos in the city, and now. Well, that was different, though. You you against... collected uh, you collected intel first, and then you killed everyone. Now, now you're just killing everyone. So moving up oh, into position. There's sure oh. shot. You got this, man. Oh, no matter who I pick, we're gonna switch turns. That's kind of cool. I don't do my entire team. Oh, oh. you just got Leon <laughs> <the> shot. <laughs> wow. I didn't, that's actually kind of a cool mechanic, too. Like, we're taking turns getting shot. Well, like, I thought my entire group was going to go. So they... Tom is pointing out a key difference in this tactical game. Most games, such as XCOM or Gears Tactics, you go turn by turn or at least turn order. Like, this person gets a turn. Okay, that, shooting that was at the back Columbia. of a truck. That was pretty Colombian, so. <laughs> shooting on a bridge? Shooting on a bridge is Colombian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, I mean, I had to cross a bridge every morning to go to school. It was a bridge like this one, so yeah. <laughs> Just abandoned cars on it. I mean... Did you ever get shot at on it? Oh, wait, this is... Maybe your team is supposed to get wrecked here. It's one of those learning missions. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I am telling you now that it is not. It is not one of those. In the, reaction shot, <laughs> in the reaction shot, I shot him in the head like seven, eight yeah. times. And then he was like, no, I just shook that off. I'm, I'm fine. Murphy is a main character. So if he dies, then uh, kind of game over. Yeah. It, the game will actually, the level will end if he dies. I, I like how they're proud of me and we lost, you know, like an obscene amount of people from our team. I mean, like sixty percent <laughs> of the team died. I think you're like good, but you killed I mean, all of the enemy. Yeah, but at I mean, what cost? Leon didn't have a family. Mateo, on the other hand, had a huge family. So uh. you have to feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I wish it would give you that kind of information in the game. 
will be great. Mateo is survived by his wife and six children who <laughs> depend on his wage. As a, be like, we need to get one agent. of those kids a gun. <laughs> his eldest turns to drugs to handle the loss of his father. <laughs> I am. I was going to go with the Spec yeah. Ops guy. That guy's yeah. got a big-ass backpack, dude. I don't know dude, do the fast. demolition. Get a demo. Do the, do the demolition? Yeah. Demolition, man. Shotgun guy. All right. Uh, hmm. Let's go with Lorenzo. You can afford both. I think it only said I had one spot right now. Oh, but... really? Because you killed three people <laughs> on your team. <laughs> <laughs> they were Should actually going to make some cuts, that. so it actually kind of worked he out. He has grenades. Tom has pointed out that this game does do something pretty unique for tactical shooters, that it goes one team, then the other team, and you're only able to move one person at a time. So this person has these action points that they can spend. You just get to move that single person, and then it's the other team's turn. In XCOM, you move your entire team at once, and other games I know they'll have, like a like in Divinity, they have turn order, right? Um, or Baldur's Gate. Like, you have initiative, and you it's, it's turn-based, but it's based on things like, such as initiative. It's it's uh, not one person at a time. And Tom, so, you, you were trying it out and you didn't think you hated it, right? In, in the beginning, I, I think I, I kind of made a couple like critical errors because I didn't fully realize that's what was going to be happening. Right. Because um, I'm used to just like, de- deploying my entire team. Mm-hmm. And it also, I mean, I'm only one level in, but it also kind of made me feel a little bit like I wasn't fully utilizing at the team instead sure. it was just like i might as well just keep using this one guy every turn if he's in the best position sure now let me ask a question then is do you get to pick which person on the team each turn yes you do yeah you yes. can cycle oh, okay. through them with with tab and uh um shift that's a yeah that seems kind of counterintuitive each time to buy new guys because it seems like you're inevitably going to lose you people. earn money from it, it showed like there'd be different missions you get money from like missions right and, Yep, yeah. and some missions cost money to do, and other missions um, can be done for free. Now, can you gain, like, can you find money in the missions? I don't think so. No, I think you just get them as a reward. You have you to loot them. the corpses. <laughs> no, that's, that's <laughs> too there, dignified. That demo guy was holding two thousand dollars, so you let him die. <laughs> it's supposed to go to his family, but you know, we need to buy a new demo guy. Uh, and, and so, uh, what year did this come out? Um, this game came out a year ago, last year, 2019. So, so it came out between season one and two. Okay. All right. So let me tell you a little bit about the developers and publishers of this game. The developer is Kujo Entertainment, K-U-J-U, a European games company. They've been developing since 1999. They are associated with several subsidiaries and umbrella companies, but the main things that they're known for or being close to are a few games here. Microsoft Train Simulator, Halcyon Sun, Reign of Fire, Warhammer 40K Fire Warrior, and a bunch of racing sim games like GTR. 400, Crash Twin Sanity 3D, Dark Messiah Might and Magic, D&D Tactics, Railworks, All Zombies Must Die, Sniper Ghost Warrior 3, then Zumba Burn It Up, which is a bit of a departure from the rest nice. of their games, I think. <laughs> I think it's a workout game on the Wii. And then their most oh, recent, Oh, it's not a Narcos. vacuuming game? Oh, no, that's a Roomba. <laughs> that's, that's a Roomba. Common, common <laughs> error. Yeah. Yeah. What do you? I don't have oh, you, you got a grenade guy. Okay. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yep. Well, that's going that's gonna to give that's up tactical. your... Yeah, you I got confused by the perspective on that. Well, yeah, he's, he's, hobbling. That. he's hobbling. Oh, look, now he's standing right next to his friend, so you can 
double up. I should probably can you move not, you uh, the same guy like two times in a row? You cannot. I, you have a there's a dash action that can double as a move, but you can usually only move once per turn. No, but I mean like you do your turn, they do their turn, and then it's your turn again. Can you use the same guy? Oh yes. Absolutely. Yeah, you can keep using the same uh, guy over and over again. The the problem is like they need to reload and that takes oh, like their their shoot action, action. Yeah. So if you don't run away and get cover Well I'm actually, the grenade launcher, it only position. uses it only has one round, but most you can just kinda keep firing. You don't need to reload every turn. Uh, the game is published by Curve Digital, a UK company started in 2013. They have published such titles as Action Hank, Human Fall Flat, Dear Esther, uh, Landmark Edition, Hugh, Limited Edition. Hugh is a pretty good game, too. I saw someone playing that the other day. Serial Cleaner, Bomber Crew Series, For the King. For the King is a pretty interesting um, roguelike game. And Rogue Aces and Autonauts. So we're seeing Tom do another fight on the rooftops. Oh, someone's oh, no. running right He's up to him. Oh, oh, no. He brought his Uzi straight up to Sanchez and did two damage. That's how turn-based games go. Get him, stand Sanchez. Right next to you, Get him. And do two damage. Yeah, headshot. Ooh. Uh, you're there, oh. boy. Now, now uh, we oh, back thank God. Off. Make sure you rest, though. I did. <laughs> since, you didn't, since you didn't take a turn, you're just sitting there, and you can use the rest <laughs> action to gain a health point back. Woo! <laughs> so He's not moving. killing me this time. Yeah, we're just unloading guns on each other. A few. Oh, but now he's got to reload. See, this is tricky here because, like, so I have Sanchez over here who's really injured, mm -hmm. and I could choose to rest him, or Murphy's getting shot at. Right. So it's like I should probably get Murphy out of the way. But then when I look at where Murphy can run to, and we just got a back and forth going on here. Okay, he's gonna limp away though. Oh, they're both standing next to each other. I think they're ready for the they're ready for the grenade, Tom. So has anyone else here played a game in this genre? I, I know Tom has. Tom, you've, uh, that's the reason you're playing tonight, because you're familiar with tactical shooters. But anyone else have any experience with games like this? I played uh, Final Fantasy Tactics. Nice. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's an old like one. On. Yeah. I can't aim mm. further left. What? I've played like the larger scale like Civ games. That's a slightly different. Just... Sure, yeah, those are turn-based, though, but. for sure. Wait, so watch what just happened. We are. <laughs> We are. Oh, wow. Well, seems oh, like you should oh, have moved to the left I a little bit, but okay. I can't aim further left. Oh, you could? It won't let me. <laughs> oh, it won't Sanchez, let me. Sanchez, oh, no. And then watch. <laughs> so it sent him into first-person reaction mode, but because of the cover he was behind, I'm guessing that's the reason. He couldn't uh, He couldn't actually aim to hit the guy. Beautiful. You shot him in the arm a couple times. Uh, Fire Emblem is, is kind of similar. Nice. Yeah, Fire Emblem is the same thing. What is yep. Oh, is Fire Emblem okay, turn-based? Or there's a, yes. there's a tactics version of it? No, no, that's just Fire Emblem. All of them are like that. No. Oh, really? All of yeah, them? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yes, they are. And like, yeah, it's like if, oh, like, if you lose a guy, he's gone. So like, you don't want to lose oh, a guy ever. Gone. Final you know, Fantasy dies, Tactics Advanced. Over. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to tell you. Gotta tell you what the Oof. bad guys are saying in Spanish is really, is really, is really from Colombia. I mean, so oh, yeah. I gotta give him, give him props. Yes, they did. Wow, see how Fredo. At least. At least. No, I've been I'm a assuming... piece of shit. I've been a piece of shit. This game no, is awesome. You hear it from Fredo, a super fan of this game. <laughs> yeah. We got more money, so. How'd you end Maybe up with more money buy... for failing? Well, no, it was, it's, we went back in time now before oh, I failed. Oh, okay, okay. So, Chris, I think yes. the last game that I played like this one, it was Advance Wars in the Game Boy Advance. It was probably like 15 years ago, and... Yeah, what was no, the game it called? was a good game. Advanced Wars. Advanced yeah, Wars. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. I see. 
It was a pretty yeah. good game. It was a cartoony war yeah, game. Yeah, like tank battles. Game. Yeah, it was. It was, oh, a, cool. it was a good yeah, game. I'm looking at pictures of it on the stream. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a good game, but yeah, I'm, for reals, I'm not a fan of yeah. these kind of games. But I gotta tell you, this one it doesn't look that bad. Okay. So XCOM 2, I know um, in the original XCOMs as well, they were a little bit different, um, except for the Space Interceptor one that was a completely different play style. But uh, most of the XCOM games, notably XCOM 2, which has become very popular, uses uh, not just this style of gameplay. It is almost just just carbon copy of the layout of this game. Um, even some of the the icons and the, the skills in the game are essentially XCOM exactly. Um, oh, sure. Yeah, so it is very, very similar. XCOM's very polished, though. And I know me and Tom have played it a lot. It, you, Are you like saying Tom that said, this game that is not polished? I'm not, I'm not rendering any judgment yet. I'm not, I'm not I mean, there. I mean, <laughs> is it, I'm, you know, looks a little shiny. But. I'm not going to lie. Not using my whole team is really, really frustrating. Yeah. yeah. So you play a lot of XCOM and you suck at this game. This doesn't make sense. <laughs> well, it has to do with what Tom is saying, that um, when you're only able to use one person at a time, it feels like it's a different genre. Um, essentially, well, especially you're... because I have to reload, like I have to manage that unit's resources, and if I don't, then he's getting shot in the face. Right. Like it doesn't... Yeah, you can uh, only control bizarre. one person per turn. They get a turn, you get a turn. So it it almost, it's as like you chess. said before, Tom, it's like why why bother why bother using more than one person most of the time if um, it's not like you can deploy and and uh, cover one person. Like, or maybe it has to do with the way the AI is working too. It seems like they kind of take a run at you, but we'll we'll let it settle in. So yeah, we'll talk, we'll talk about some similar games. Games Radar did an article uh, written by Samuel Horty that did an excellent job suggesting games similar to XCOM. Um, they wrote that, well, you finish XCOM 2, it's a little bittersweet, it's over now. So any other things that uh, can suggest that are like that? Well, there are a few they recommend, including a game called Mutant Year Zero, a game I had never heard of. It is about a... I beat it. The game, or... Mutant Year oh, Zero. Oh, you played it. What? Cool. I, and, and beat it. I, lo I loved it. Mutant Year Zero, fantastic game. Ever, all of you should play it. It's phenomenal. They take this idea and, like, really push um, some really interesting concepts into it that make it a ton of fun and it has a really cool story. It's awesome. You need to. You definitely need to play it. Cool. Yeah. It's it stars a uh, mutant duck and warthog and a person. It looks like that's your team. So it's not like you're building your own custom team, but that's your team. And yeah, it's it's turn based and uh, skill based action points, etc. So uh, yeah, check that guy out if you haven't. There's another game I've mentioned before on PS4, uh, iOS, and PC called Invisible Ink. It's actually more of a stealth game, but it has turn based combat like XCOM. Uh, there's a game called Xenonauts. It's a 2014 game. It's apparently a remake of the original XCOM series, so it's still got the 16-bit looking isometric stuff, but they've improved upon it quite a bit. Uh, another game I've mentioned on stream called Mario Plus Rabbids Kingdom yes. Battle. <laughs> that is yes. on Switch, and it seems really weird, but it is a it is a legit tactical shooter starring the cast of Nintendo and uh, Rabbit Rabbits. It's kind of like a trimmed down XCOM, and it yeah, it's 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 this gameplay for sure. A few more Warhammer 40k Mechanicus. Uh, there's so many Warhammer games that I, I don't know what's what, but that's apparently a widely available uh, 
tactical game in the Warhammer universe. Another one called Battletech is a 2018 tactical shooter with mechs. Uh, Skulls of Shogun is an XCOM light with samurai swords and cartoon skeletons. Look pretty, looks pretty weird. But for some reason, in in them recommending their their games to satisfy that XCOM itch, they don't recommend this. Weird. Mm. Um, yeah. <laughs> Very strange. I wonder why. So, Tom, tell I us, how did the would... controls feel? The controls are, are honestly pretty standard for like this genre. And I normally, you'd move into positions, cover for each other, right. and do everything fluidly. In this, I have to expend all of my resources and hope that at the end of that, I've like got rid of the threat, which is what I did this time, luckily, before they just come and kill you. Do you recommend XCOM or Mutant Zero Year or whatever? Probably just because I know you, I would say Mutant Year Zero, just because I think it has a fun story and it's really creative and interesting. And like XCOM, I think is... Honestly, like this, it's like a mind-blowing story. It's more just like, hey, do you like this game mechanic? Because we're really good at it. Yeah, the uh, the if, tactical if, if mechanic fair. is all it is, I, I'd say. I don't care at yeah. all about the plot of XCOM. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, there, there isn't one. Just, they're aliens. Kill them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Aliens, bad. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh, no. Make the aliens dead. But no, mutiny, uh, years ago, it's wicked cool. Like, some of the main characters are really, like, one's a warthog, one's a duck. All right, so let's move on. Since we're talking about how this game is such a copy of XCOM, uh, we're going to talk about copycat games, and we're going to call them doppelgamers because Whoa. that's what another article <laughs> called them, and I didn't come up with that, but it's good. So we're going to call them doppelgamers. Uh, CBR article from 2018 on CBR.com by Zach Gass. He put together a good list of games here. The article is titled 20 Games That Shamelessly Copied Other Games. We're just going to go down the list real quick. And number 20, they point, he points out that Killer Instinct is a clone of Mortal Kombat. Sure. Yeah. yeah and Killer yeah. Instinct was a good game. Bullshit. Um, next we've got, yeah. which I could not agree with more, is Rock Band being a clone of Guitar Hero. Oh, yeah. And I mm-hmm. think, I think Rock Band uh, just excelled Guitar Hero in every way, yeah. in my opinion. Ooh, Some people will say that, that the song catalog or something they prefer more from Guitar Hero. I don't know. I don't know. I just think Rock Band was better in every way. Yep. <laughs> Next on his list, he has Shovel Knight, saying it's a clone of DuckTales and Mega Man, which I guess fair. It's just like those kinds of games are so common at this point. I'm not sure you can. DuckTales and Mega Man were very impactful, but uh, there's so many other games that do it. I don't I don't know that I think of DuckTales and Mega Man when I see Shovel Knight. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's just Axiom a style Verge. of side-scrolling action Yeah, game. it's side-scrolling platform, yeah, yeah. Uh, shooter, so... Um, Axiom Verge, I'm not familiar with, but does just on the, the screenshot of it looks extremely similar to Super Metroid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah that one's pretty. Yeah. Candy yeah, Crush so is essentially Bejeweled, just more popular. Uh, yeah, I, it's I exactly Bejeweled. <laughs> with candy. Just with candy. <laughs> well, that's, uh, I feel like using app games is cheating, though. Yeah, they're all yeah. pretty derivative in one yeah. way. But I feel like I feel like Candy Crush was probably the first one to really like blow up like that. I think. Bejeweled was popular, but yeah, it wasn't as popular as uh, Candy Crush. Uh, just to point something out real quick that I'm noticing, here's a part where this idea of doing one unit at a time really slows the game down. Is <laughs> This guy way have, in the back. I have, Well, he's way in the back, but there's one of him. So for me to move my team up, I have to one at a time, yep, just painstakingly, crawl. right, move the unit. 
um, one at a time up there while he de- his decision is to hide. Mm-hmm. He's just so running in circles around his room. Now, he can't, like, escape the map, right? No. No, this is an assassination mission, and you're, uh, his you fate will is sealed. <laughs> Actually, I guess you have to get the evidence. Whether whether you kill him or not maybe not be a priority, but he's hiding in the evidence room. Next on their list is Shadow of Mordor, which let's be honest, it's a great game, but it is exactly it's Assassin's a reskin. Creed. So, ooh, but, ooh, but not. hold on now, wow, a, now, a reskin I, maybe, but they did that, add in like a completely new like you, idea to the game, right? The whole uh, the general yeah, system. Sure, sure, that's a nice little add-on. But let's take a step back. You're saying that it's a, it's a it's based on Assassin's Creed. I would have said it was based on, and what they said was uh, Arkham. So are you saying oh. that Arkham is based on Assassin's Creed? That's a hot I don't, take. Well, <laughs> I mean, that well, is I'm, similar. Kinda. I don't know which. Well, which one yeah. came out first, right? Assassin's Creed. Well, the, I'm pretty sure. The combat for all of the games very similar just like you said they added in a little different thing each time assassin's creed has the assassinate button but everything else is just attack 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 and then hit the parry button parries when they swing back so assassin's creed 2007 uh, arkham asylum 2009 that's an interesting point i've never made that connection before yeah it was basically assassin's creed with, with batman and in the first one you were in asylum so it wasn't like the same as arkham city or was it the Arkham the, Asylum the was the first one. Was oh, the second one. The same throughout all of them. Arkham, uh, Arkham City. Yeah. Yeah. Because in that one, that because like that one, you really got to do a lot of exploration and do a lot of really cool stuff. You know. Mm-hmm. Hey, Chris, do environments explode in this? There are no destructible walls. No. Oh. Uh, yeah. All right. Next one we got is Disney Infinity being a clone of Skylanders. Yeah. Uh, they essentially took the Skylanders lot. model oh. and just just copied it. Oh, you disagree? It, it was different enough. No, no, no. It was the same shit, yeah. All right. We, <laughs> can, disagree. we can disagree with the article. Fair. Dr. Mario being oh. a clone of Tetris, in a way. Oh, yeah. Sure. Um, sure. I mean, nah, it's different. It's different. I'm going to defend that for real. Yeah, I mean, I, this doesn't mean they're bad games. They're not they're, that they're even yeah. no, but it's totally worse than Tetris. the original, but it's it's derivative. Why do you uh, think? What, uh, Carla? I heard you go. Yeah. I, I, yeah, well, I initially I wanted to disagree with that, but I because guess you there. love Doctor Mario. Yeah, I do love Doctor Mario, but <laughs> yeah, the, it, it doesn't mean it's a bad game. They are very similar. Right. That's true. Yeah, it's true. Next, we on our list we have Darksiders, which says a clone of God of War and Zelda. I remember that game being popular at some point. Mm. I never played it. Um, controversial again. It seems like this is so you. Ubiquitous or so common at this place, it's not really a clone. But they say Cuphead and Contra. That Cuphead is a clone of Contra. I mean, it's I, not, I feel like they no. did so much innovative stuff in Cuphead that that's yeah. that's just not true. That's yeah. hard to compare. Well, that's yeah. just that whole bullet dodging. Yeah, that's kind of that mechanic. is unfair. I don't think you can call it a clone. Yokai Watch being a clone of Pokemon. Don't know that oh, yeah, one. Is, is that yeah. the one? We, have we talked about that? Yeah, we have. Oh, okay. I think we did. We uh, talked about that on the anime, anime episode. episode? Okay. Uh, next, a game we've mentioned, Dante's Inferno, uh, being a clone of God of War, which yeah. it absolutely is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Diddy Kong Racing, like being a clone of Mario Kart. But different um, and kind of better, in my opinion. Yeah, and made by like the same company, sort of. So yeah, can, um, so that's just kind of like a reskin. Yeah, it's, yeah, more, it's more though, because like the different vehicles and stuff, the the mini was, games are more was, diverse. It was improved. Um, yeah, yeah. let's improve. Mm. I I really I I love Diddy Kong Racing, and I've probably played that more than I have Mario Kart. Uh, wow, 
Wow. No, no, I gotta tell you, Mario Kart has two uh, the 2D layers, and it was like really backwards. But when you see Diddy Kong Racing, it looks 3D. It, you have the different vehicles. It's like it's better. It's a better Mario Kart. Interesting. So, yeah, I'm against this article. I don't think it's a clone. <laughs> I mean, I think it's the same general, and yeah, some people make it better. Yeah. But yeah, I think most of the games on this list, uh, I don't. I, I, I don't. Besides Candy yeah, Crush, so far. Obviously it seems like he's kind of just like looked at the game and not actually like played both to make a accurate <laughs> yeah, exactly. comparison. Searching a bit. Right, next we have a game called Alundra, uh, which is a Never clone of Legend of, of Zelda, and they say, well, he says it's literally the PlayStation's answer to Zelda, right down to the Elven Hero and 16-bit graphics. So apparently, it is just a uh, complete ripoff. In other games, we haven't heard of, but. Look like he's on the right track. A game called KC Munchkin, which is a clone of Pac-Man. It looks, yeah, it looks like Pac-Man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that one. Too. Yeah. <laughs> this one is a stretch again. Braid being a clone of Mario. Uh, I mean, yes, there's a princess in a castle, but he's doing that for a very specific reason to tell the story. It's yeah. it's a meta reference, and yeah, there's platforming and puzzles, but uh, it's a stretch. Bloodstained, Curse of the Moon, a clone of Castlevania Three, and Castlevania is actually or Castlevania um, Symphony of Night is a clone of Super Metroid. Sure, I guess. I mean, they're called uh, Castle Castlevania. Uh, uh, no, Metroidvania. Metroidvania. Yeah. yeah. Some of those seem unfair based off of when they are. Like the technology yeah. wasn't so much different than the create, like a different side scrolling. You know, like yeah, what you're, you're gonna dodge. And maybe shoot at things, or you're gonna do like a top-down Zelda. Yeah, they're just know? games that are in the same genre. It's yeah. not like they've actually cloned each other. I feel like other. that was yeah. a poorly researched article. <laughs> yes. Sorry, Zach. Yes. Cass. you had some you had some good points in there, but we disagree with many of them. I did find a small list of worst copycat games. So in that list, there's one we mentioned already. Disney Infinity. They say it was a terrible ripoff of Skylanders. We did talk about how Disney shut down the studio Avalanche after a couple years. There just weren't enough players interested in uh, Infinity, and you had to keep Aww. buying stuff every year, apparently. So, sorry. Oh, you know what? This came from Watch Mojo, and it's a video, <laughs> and I can't play that video on stream. So, they did point out a game that I had never heard of called The Great Gianni Sisters. Here it is. Okay, I have it up on the Twitch stream as well. So here's the box cover art for it here. I don't oh, know whether no. it was ever released. Wow, you can see everything in that. I didn't I didn't look at the zoom in on that. Uh, <laughs> hey, she's wearing uh, a shirt, all right? It just, it's just a thin she's shirt. A shirt. Just, uh, it's a yeah, thin anyway, shirt. Anyway, it's a game by a German company called Time Warp Productions. And um, here is what the gameplay looks like. If it looks familiar at all. It is one of the most hardcore ripoffs of Super Mario that you have ever seen. You stomp on little turtles. There are square bricks to uh, hit with your head to get coins. Coin um, boxes. Yep. It, Pipes, it supposedly it looks like. There was an alleged lawsuit that apparently Nintendo sued them for copyright infringement, but apparently never no such lawsuit ever existed. Yeah, so it, it very much looks like Super Mario Brothers, but it doesn't look like it's something you can really get a hold of. Maybe one day we'll get a... We'll get an emulator of it and be able to play it on our for our podcast. But um, <laughs> nice. Let's see. Next, and honestly, in this list right here, there may be a few games that that we may play. So keep an eye out. There's a game called Unearth: The Trail of Ippin Batata. It is a game by a, a Saudi Arabian development company, and it is a dangerously ugly copy of Uncharted. Um, as in like Nathan Drake, there's a character that looks like the poor man's Nathan Drake and he's going on missions to, you know, Nathan Drake stuff, just 
raiding tombs and going on adventures and uh, stuff. What, does he have like a really bad dental plan though or something? <laughs> he has a really bad goatee. <laughs> uh, Simpsons Skateboarding is a 2002 game. Bart on his board doing his very hardest to do a Tony Hawk Pro Skater impression, but like so many others failed to quite capture that magic. Plus, they for some reason chose to have Principal Skinner do the narrating for it. So <laughs> he would do a move that and he bad. would go, sweet nose grind. And uh, <laughs> Yeah. There's a game called Sonic Shuffle, which is a direct Mario Party ripoff, just with, you know. Sanic and the crew. Uh, Sonic and the boys. Sanic, Sanic and the boys. You got the, you got Sanic, you got Tails, you got Knuckles. Uh, and you got, Amy. You got the pink oh. girl one. Is that Amy? The pink yeah. girl one? Yeah. yeah. Yep. How about that? Every uh, N- NFL game is just a clone of the previous. The year. previous one. <laughs> Same with soccer games. Okay, here's a here's your moment for some points. If anyone can name more Sonic characters in the Sonic universe without looking them up, uh, Shadow, Tails, Knuckles, Tails. Uh, we, well, we already said Knuckles and Tails. Uh, That's uh, a, uh, Eggman, Doctor Eggman. Oh, cheating a little bit, but I'll take it. What the I was thinking cat. of, I was thinking of like hedgehog-based characters, but that's fine. You you oh, said okay. no, 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 you're right. Yeah. You're right. I was Sonic trying universe. to, I was trying to find the people who have read Sonic fan fiction. Um, Jim, what about yeah. hedgehog? <laughs> Cyclops? Yeah. No, nothing. Wait, what'd you say, Tom? Hedgehog. Hedge. <laughs> There's probably a hedgehog name. That- yeah. So have you, have you guys ever done the the thing where you search your name? the hedgehog and, and see what kind of creepy fan fiction comes up yeah, yeah. every every <laughs> fucking day no what here i'll, I'll yeah, do dude, one for carly i'll do one for hedgehog. everyone carly the you hedgehog. do one for everyone yeah i'll do one for everyone yeah oh no oh no <laughs> okay i'll put it on stream here here's some fan art yep uh, oh nice, there's one with red okay. hair nice that's not bad hey yeah, yeah that's not terrible nice. all right who do we have for tom the hedgehog uh, oh look at him is your, it looks like is tom. your safe search on uh, yeah, my safe search is okay, on. Good. <laughs> I was expecting much worse. This is all very tame. There's yeah. Hunter the Hedgehog. Oh, Let's Hunter, see. you look like a badass, man. Let me oh, there see. you are. There's you. Oh, shit, dude. Nice. Oh, <laughs> shit, dude. Nice. By Daja uh, Mara, dude. The, yeah, the, the, the second one is definitely there. for me with the long hair. <laughs> is there going to be an Alfredo the Hedgehog? Yeah, there is. Oh, it, it exists. It exists. It exists. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I... Is it this guy? Okay, this is Alfredo the Hedgehog. <laughs> no. Nice. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a plushie. Yeah, it's a plushie and everything. It's a brand. Uh, yeah, did guys. I forget anyone? Tom, did I do me? No, you didn't. Oh, no, there I am. It's too edgy. It's definitely Chris, me. the Hedgehog. It's uh, too edgy. <laughs> there you go. Oh, no. Oh, my. <laughs> okay. Punch Time Explosion. Ever heard of that? That was the Cartoon Network Super Smash Brothers ripoff. It started. Oh, yeah. It had all of the Cartoon Network characters, most of which you probably didn't know. But uh, yeah, in a in a battle, I forget what you call that uh, genre. Uh, battle Royale. We'll call it the the Smash Brothers genre. Doesn't matter. <laughs> of course, there was also PlayStation All Stars, which was a ripoff of Super Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. But I heard some people oh, yeah. enjoyed it. Let's see what else no, we have? We bad. have a, It was bad. Okay. Yeah, was, I mean, it was yeah. bad. It's, it was a bad Smash. <laughs> the, the arc of the grenade. Oh, that's because why, it's going to hit the wall. <laughs> oh. Come on, Tom. You got to use an underhand throw, Tom. <laughs> right, just aim lower, Lorenzo. What the fuck, just man? Just move like, up closer to the door. He's like, no, I was trained to arc it. They don't have a roof, it. okay? They don't have a roof, you're, okay? You're five you feet away. Tom. God yeah, damn Yeah, okay, it. there's a building. Okay, you fucked, yeah. 
<laughs> All right, and the last game on their list of bad copycats is The War Z, a.k.a. Infestation Survivor Stories. The game that they changed the name of to Infestation Survivor Stories because it got so much backlash, it was a shameless ripoff of DayZ. Uh, the developers overpromised features of the games, added microtransactions when people started complaining. <laughs> then uh, there's some controversy I'm not familiar with about the developers using homophobic slurs and stuff. Anyway, not a good copy. DayZ was the original popular Didn't survival Day-Z- game kind of copy something well daisy was the copy of arma right it was an arma mod yeah yeah so that's okay so not a copy but like a mod yeah that's different then daisy became a standalone game that was a copy of the mod i guess so that's probably what you're thinking of okay wow so tom is continuing to shoot people in basketball shorts who are just hanging out at pool tables let's see i have a we have a small achievement hunter section here there are 34 achievements in this game all of them pretty boring to be honest the the writing is pretty dry in naming these things what we do in achievement hunter sections is i'll tell you the description of the achievement what you have to do to unlock it and you guys will suggest what the achievement name should be and i'll give some points based on the best answers or if you manage to guess their actual name you'll get a point for that too so, what is the achievement name if you complete the tutorial, which Tom probably got, and he might have forgotten the name of? Oh, um, I didn't even see it come up, yeah. <laughs> capo, Capo Patron. Honorary uh, DEA. Hola, <laughs> Honorary DEA. DEA, Papa Patron. First day on the job. It's okay, Ooh. he's bad. Oh, I like that too. Oh, a training day. Training day, oh. I like that. Couple, couple points handed out there. So, the first uh, achievement for successfully completing the tutorial is Break the Seal. Okay. Boo. All right. uh, I don't. I don't. No. I don't know why. It has a picture of a uh, like a wax seal on it. I don't know if that's significant in any way. Um, like I said, uh, very very bo- boring and dry. Uh, how about hiring mm-hmm. ten recruits? Breaking the uh, bank. Stimulating the economy. <laughs> okay. New amigos. Job maker. Oh, me amigos <laughs> is good. Prepare the coffins. <laughs> <laughs> Big squad. Uh, Mucha lucha. Gang Squad gang. Goals. <laughs> Squad goals. <laughs> God, this is. I'm sorry. I just real quick. It is agonizingly painful to do things to, <laughs> to do to things like one properly. at a time. Yeah, it it is. It's fucking miserable to do it like that. Like what? The reason why is because tactically. I should move my whole team with me. Yeah. I should just do that. That's a smart thing to do. But if I'm going to do that, I need to do it one at a fucking time. So you time. also need half an hour. Gotcha. <laughs> Ugh, mm-hmm. It's off. Oh, oh. So the achievement name for hiring 10 recruits is Recruitment Drive. Like I said, very, oh. very boring. Okay, how yeah. about killing oh, a wow. DEA leader? Killing a DEA. DEA. With all oh, like that. Wow. Yeah. There you go. Nice work, That's the best Tom. Answer. Wow. Thanks. You did it. Did I win a lot of yeah, points? Yeah, I felt good about I mean, it. Yeah, we don't need to guess <laughs> yeah. anymore there. Tom yeah, yeah, I uh, win for tonight. The name of that achievement for killing Seven DEA squares leader at a time. is Game Over DEA. Wow. So there's a character in the first season named Cockroach. Uh, what achievement do you get if you kill Cockroach? La Cucaracha. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Exterminator. That, great. that was enjoyable. Exterminator? Okay. Um, Pest. Uh, something. Something with pest. Pest control. Oh yeah, that's well, that you is guys good. are right on top mm-hmm. of it, but not quite. The achievement name is pesticide. No. So ah, uh, yeah. I'll take the points. But cucaracha is, is good. I'm <laughs> I'll that. take the points. Yeah, I mean, I've been the... keeping my own points because I don't. I don't trust. I don't, don't think trust me. Uh, if Chris count. counts the points properly. 
I demand. <laughs> I demand a recount. <laughs> How about killing the justice minister? I am the justice law. is served. <laughs> Just iced. And Bob suggested uh, squashed <laughs> for uh, the cockroach and great day for DEA in uh, killing DEA leaders. Wow, that's dark, Bob. I think not, actually, the great <laughs> day for DEA might have was suggested the that one. for the tutorial. One. Oh, for the tutorial. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> but it's if, better. If it wasn't, if it wasn't <laughs> Bob, you're a very dark person. <laughs> <laughs> the achievement name is Narcos Justice. Apparently, that's justice in the Narcos world. Uh, How about killing eh. the character named okay, Poison? Sure. What happens if you kill Poison? Um, Anti Antivenom. Antidote. Oh, yeah. Antidote. Congratulations, yeah, Hunter. It is antidote. Hey. <laughs> Antivenom's also good. How about uh, killing El Mexicano? Mexico. Oh. <laughs> Mexico. <laughs> I'll give you two points for okay. that right now. <laughs> what, what, what's, the, what's the line where it's like, are you a Mexican or a Mexican? Yeah. From, yeah. <laughs> uh, once upon a time in Mexico, yeah. Uh, no, they're not quite as creative as us, apparently. It's just. It's gotcha. Okay. Wow. Wow. Yep. That was like the last thing they did. They were like putting the game up on Steam and they were like, oh shit, we forgot to come up with these. Uh, gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. How about killing 10 with a shotgun? Boom, headshot. Point blank. It's got to be point blank. Uh, it's the name of a movie. Uh-huh. Point break. Point yeah. break. <laughs> <laughs> Different movie. <laughs> uh, lock, stock, and barrel. I don't know. It is Close Encounter. Oh. Spence, close uh, to a movie name. Uh, how about killing 10 with an SMG? It's what you do with a gun that that fires at a high rate. A bullet storm. Bullet f- flurry. <laughs> <laughs> Automatic. You guys are going to kick yourselves. Uh, lots of um, reloads. Rapid fire. Rapid uh, fire. Spray. Spray and pray. There it is. Spray <laughs> and pray. Good job, Tom. And uh, get 10 kills with grenades. Oh, um. Uh, Boom. Popcorn, demolition or, uh, man, what? boom boom, kaboom. <laughs> I'm just surprised Tom got it. It's boom. <laughs> oh, oh, so bad. Okay, let's move on to the next section here. Wow. So they're just really stupid. Really stupid. Oh, actually, I got one more for you. Complete a battle with only one squad death. With only one. Yep, only one squad. Death. <laughs> Impossible. Good. Good enough. <laughs> Only one enough. person, one of your good friends, died. What would you call it? Acceptable good losses. Good day in DEA. <laughs> the Expendables. <laughs> oh, oh, the Expendable. <laughs> Those are good. Good um, answers. Collateral damage. I got some good answers. No, it's actually taking a direction you wouldn't expect. The t- the achievement name is Born Leader. <laughs> you were so good, you only lost one guy. You only lost one guy. Losses. When you were fighting a bunch of dudes in basketball shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Losses during drug battles, uh, they're expected, you know? All right, so that's enough for Achievement Hunter. So we talked about the voice actors for this game. Uh, the show Narcos stars Pedro Pascal. Ever heard of him? The Mandalorian. Also, Wagner Moira. Moira. He uh, he plays Pablo. Boyd Hallbrook and Luis Guzman's in there somewhere. Also playing uh, typical. Hell uh, yeah, Luis Guzman. Baby. 
like a typical kind of effeminate Hispanic man. <laughs> the comic relief, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I believe you talk like that. they didn't use any voice actors from the show in this game, despite being officially licensed and having access to all the video footage, which we saw, as we saw, they used the video footage in between some of the levels. Uh, but yeah, they didn't have access to the voice actors, apparently. Now let's move on to a little something here. This is our, this will be our Thanksgiving episode, actually. And there is not a whole lot tying this episode to Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're but, all together. I mean, fighting. We are yeah. all together. Yes. Fighting. Yeah, that's something that that's similar yeah. to Thanksgiving. <laughs> so, Talking politics. Cocaine abuse for some people. <laughs> I was browsing this thing they call the internet, and I found an article talking about how central family is during Thanksgiving, and I thought... Well, maybe we won't be seeing our families as much in 2020. Maybe, you know, you, you do you, whatever is safe for you and your family and your group. But I thought we'd go down a list of the most family-centric games. And I welcome everyone's suggestion, too. Uh, I found some entries here from Katie McCarthy at usgamer.net, so I have a list. But if I say family games to you, uh, if something stands out, let me know. Uh, you can respond to the ones that I've got a list here. Anyone want to jump in with anything before I go down the list? I think uh, uh, I, this is going to real cheesy. Uh, yeah, or Jackbox. Okay, hold on. Yeah, I mean, I mean, family centric is the plot, oh. not that they're good to play with a family. Oh. Yeah, Mario Party. Yeah, they're I was gonna say. Okay. <laughs> they're all related. Family. Wouldn't that be uh, yeah. uh, uh, your Last family? Of us? Who you Fast, choose to be your Fast family? and the Furious. Fast and the Furious. Okay, people. so I heard Hunters, Last of Us, and Fast and the Furious. Fast and the Furious is always about family. You're right. Yeah, good point. Yep. Regardless of the game, I got extra points for that. Yep, points for that. The Sims. <laughs> the Sims, definitely oh. a family game. Yeah. It's funny, when you when you do a search, don't do a search because we're, we're doing something for points. When you do a search for family and video games, you just get hundreds of articles about video games destroying families. <laughs> uh, yeah. Video game addiction breaking <laughs> families apart. <laughs> not not what I was searching for. But, uh, uh, anyway. The new God of War game, you know? It's about a family. God of oh. War games oh. absolutely yes. are about family. Yes. Absolutely. Yep. Well, a couple they have on the list here, at least from um, Katie McCarthy. She listed how Witcher 3, uh, Wild Hunt, is it's about a okay. makeshift family. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Geralt is the dad. Siri is the adoptive daughter. Yennefer, some some sort of mom figure. Yeah. And Triss is in a sisterly role. Dandelion is a distant cousin. So, yeah, you make, you make a family group with these people. They listed uh, Hunter's favorite, Death Stranding. Not because there's... There are families you interact with in the game, I guess, but there's you're reconnecting a lot of loved ones, um, that, and oh, it has a lot to do lot with traveling like. and anxiety. Uh, it's an anxiety-producing <laughs> game, so it's very it's like Thanksgiving <laughs> personified. <laughs> in, in that way, do you think the the Last of Us? I know they're not yeah. family, but there's kind of a father daughter. Yeah, it's on the list. I said well, there's that there's one definitely fa- <laughs> yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the, yeah there's I actual families in the game for sure, but uh, yeah, Sorry, Joel honey. and Ellie are. It's okay. Yeah. God of War, as we mentioned, it's it's about family, mostly killing them. And in the same <laughs> way, Hades, which I, I slowly want to turn this podcast into just being a podcast about praising Hades because it's so good, which also makes it mm-hmm. sound like I'm worshiping Satan, but that's not what I mean. Praising the game, Hades. Praising Hades. <laughs> worshiping <laughs> Hades. <laughs> But, Praise uh, Hades. but yeah, Hades is definitely a game about family, not only Zagreus's family, but your the Greek gods being a family. As we mentioned, Last of Us, there's some family relationships, uh, most of them destroyed in the most brutal ways possible between those two games. <laughs> Bioshock Infinite features, spoiler alert, father, father-daughter duo. Uh, Fallout 3 and 4 both feature relationships with the Vault Dweller and their father. John Marston and Red Dead, Red Dead 2. Yeah, two, two, two. Well, that's even kind of like the whole gang is kind of a family. They've, that's they treat it like Red that. Dead too. So. Very, very family 
oriented. There is a game on her list called What Remains of Edith Finch. It's a 2017 game. It's a mostly a narrative experience with a bunch of different gameplay experiences built in. And you are exploring a curse that causes all but one member of each uh, generation of your family to die in unusual ways. Uh, it looks very interesting. It has overwhelmingly positive reviews on Steam. So I'd check that out. What Remains I've of played- Edith Finch. Oh, you played like it? Like the first 25 minutes of it with uh, with Grace. Yeah. And it is it is super, super interesting. Cool. For sure. Very cool. Definitely definitely worth a try, if for no other reason than to play something that's like just definitely different. Yeah, it's very experimental looking. Yeah. And one more positive one to end on a little higher note. Um, oh, I thought I lost. I won. Uh, in a game where you finally don't kill. I think you might have collected the intelligence, so it just ended. That's all you had to do. You didn't have to kill all those... <laughs> you're just wiping out the neighborhood man <laughs> one more so we don't end on a uh, game where you kill all your family members Octodad Deadliest Catch it's a 2014 game about a mundane suburban dad doing chores complicated by the fact that you're an octopus in disguise um, oh, Oct- yeah Octodad good uh, well reviewed game but you know what who's underrepresented in video games almost every single one of those games we were talking about about dads so let's talk about moms and video games so i found an article uh a <laughs> gamer game rant article by dalton cooper talking about the best moms in video games what, what do you guys think any any mom video games you can think of the Portal. best mom cooking mama <laughs> I, would, I would say that i would say uh yeah i would say she's kind of a mom figure glados glados yeah. yeah all right she's an abusive mom yeah, I didn't even say that had to be a good mom. <laughs> it's uh, tough. Probably Undertale or something like that. Probably <laughs> in the list. From Undertale? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, probably. Well, they, they didn't make the list, but it's a good answer. Oh, okay. He lists uh, the mom of Overwatch, Anna. Sure, in the in the uh, lore of Overwatch, okay. she lost a duel to Widowmaker and faked her own death, and uh, that put a strain on her relationship with her daughter, Farah. But uh, yeah, you know, she heals the team. She's a mom, so... Anna from Overwatch. <laughs> also, you've got Genova from Final Fantasy VII. It's an alien life form, but Sephiroth thinks uh, thinks his mom is emotionally attached to it. I think he's cloned from oh, it. Yeah. Is that is that the plot of Final Fantasy VII? It's been a while. Yeah, um, yeah, yes, it is. The mom from Pokemon. You've got Kangaskhan. It's the Dino Pokemon with a kangaroo pouch, and it's got a little little baby in there. Oh, you're not going to nice. mention like the uh, actual mom Ash's Pokemon? mom? Yeah, yeah. She I always was sending you stuff yeah. and holding your cash for you. <laughs> The next entry on the list is there's your own mom from Pokemon <laughs> who sends you on your way to, into the forest to fight vicious animals, but does send you helpful uh, items in the mail sometimes. Then You're we 10 have, years old. Get out. Get yeah. out of there. Get the fuck out of my living. Become the best. Then you've got the, uh, the penguin mom from Super Mario or Mario 64. You better not Ooh, throw that baby penguin off the level. And she's going to give you a star mom. when you bring it back yeah, to her. Worst mom ever. <laughs> Oh, it looks like Tom has unlocked Narcos, so he's going into the Narcos campaign. Got a nice. cut, cut scene here. Oh, it's entirely in Spanish. Yeah, awful. <laughs> oh, yeah. actually, it is. Now, Alfredo, um, is this guy who's mm-hmm. talking, does he have a Colombian accent? Yeah, yeah, actually, yes. Pretty good. So you're saying I the think, game is they... better than the show because the game has a better representation of the, <laughs> the uh, Colombian actually uh, yes but I want to hear Pablo I want to hear Pablo he's talking right I now I think that's him he, yeah he's he talking about him Pablo? yeah oh shit yeah this is him this is yeah, him it sounds, okay, it sounds so nothing like the guy from the show so it's pretty bad oh <laughs> Luis there's Luis Guzman. Luis Guzman. 
So yeah, and uh, if that's Paolo, yeah, that's pretty bad. I thought it was just a random guy, voiceover. Yeah, no, not good. It's a neutral Mexican accent. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Did you know that Blanca from Street Fighter had a mom? Because I did. What? Everyone has a mom, no, Chris. Okay, no. everyone. But Blanca is a green monster, okay? What? Well, he wasn't so when born you, a green well, monster, oh, okay? He became a green offensive. monster. Did you see the Street Fighter movie? No, I, I, I don't remember this. I'm sure I've seen wow. the Street Fighter movie. It's I remember very nothing good. about it. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play the ending of Street Fighter. I think it's Street Fighter 2 when you beat. Uh, when you beat it with Blanca. So a woman walks onto the screen and says, Jimmy, are you my <laughs> long lost son? Yeah. Jimmy, question mark. Who are you? This is Blanca talking. Why would I be your son? My name's Blanca. Obviously. My son was lost in airplane, an, just, in an airplane crash. There's two times two on YouTube, Brazil. Chris. When wow, so he's he really was not only even a little boy. Wow. Wait, that anklet. <laughs> I gave oh that to God. you. <laughs> oh, look at that birthday. fucking sprite, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy. <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> Mommy. And then Blanca and this woman hug. So, wow. uh, that yeah, that's, that's the sense. end of Blanca's story. I, I didn't know that existed. So Blanca's wow. mom, she makes the list as best moms. Wow. <laughs> you know what I'm getting from this? There needs to be What's more that? moms in video games. More moms in video games. Yes. They make the world run. I agree. One more mom on the list here. The boss from, not not Bruce Springsteen, the boss from Metal Gear Solid 3. Yeah. Hell if I remember the story from Metal Gear Solid 3, or even if it made sense to begin with. It could very well be that she sacrificed herself in, in the greatest way to save her country that she loved, or maybe she was evil. I don't remember, to be honest. Oh, you're on the other side of the bridge now. That is cool. Okay, I have not enjoyed this game at all, and I'm still but not you're going to. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, Part it of the is, gang, this yeah. is the, f this is the first interesting thing they've done by having it be the identical missions, uh, like reverse. That's, Some that's would say cool. interesting and others would say like a cheap tactic yeah. to extend <laughs> yeah. gameplay by out of it. flipping the map. <laughs> I, was, I guess I was yeah. going to say the same thing, but no, I, I, I see the appeal of it too. Mostly because I hated these bridge guys. Now I'm like, <laughs> now, now I am become guys. one. Check me out my now basketball short sucker. <laughs> now I am become bridge man. <laughs> I am right. the bridge man, cuckoo cachoo. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope that those uh, those family games get you in a little more of a Thanksgiving mood as we go into the Thanksgiving holiday. So let's start with you, Hunter. I, I asked you, I asked everyone to think about the, one of their favorite games or a game that I that I think of when you I think of you. I, I'm assuming it's a favorite game. game. It's a game that you guys know very well is, is what I kind of went to with each one of you. Not that it's your favorite game or it's th that defines you in any way. I'm just saying it's a game you know well. So I asked you to think about the game mechanics, what makes that game good, and change one mechanic in the game to break the game. So yeah, so Hunter, what'd you think about right. it? Your, your example was actually like the perfect thing to ruin Okay. You, so mine was Monster Hunter, obviously, because it's all I play these days. And adding in, like you said, microtransactions would just completely ruin the game because 
it's such a well-balanced game of pairing like your skill level as a hunter with your gear level and the perks that you get from the gear as well as your knowledge of the game and being prepared for hunts. I've learned this much more in the past like four or five months because I've been playing almost every day versus when I first started the game and I was just like oh I have good gear why why am I dying or oh I've fought this monster so many times now why am I not what do I need and I started like really like taking my time and looking at everything and putting together perfect sets like you can you can save item sets you can save gear sets and you can save like decoration sets which is mm-hmm. like charms for gear for extra skills. Either way, to add in microtransactions would just make... Well, first of all, it would make hunting the monsters pointless because that's really the only point of hunting them is to get <laughs> gear to make stronger armor sets. So if you could just, you know, oh, now I bought now I bought this gear or I bought that, it would it would be no point. It would completely ruin it. Right, there's ruin no game playing left the if, game you, if you can buy everything. Altogether. Yeah. So, and I didn't want to just come in with, like, your example and be like, hey, homework's done. So, there's also a level of mystery about the depth of the game mechanics when it comes to monsters and, like, what what certain skills do and what gear does. Like, your, your monsters don't right. have a health bar. And there's they no can scan. actually be different sizes. Like they can be small, small, anywhere from small to large, and that affects their health and it affects a couple different things. But it's not like in a manual, it's not anywhere printed officially from Capcom or anything. But people have painstakingly right, um, run through these games to figure out the range of health and it's very much a game about like you have to discover everything and the more you play the game to discover and not just like i need to rush and hunt the monster i think if by hiding a lot of information and just giving you the very basics and letting you figure everything out i i think they create a better experience and make you like a better hunter in the end so i would say if they just flat out gave you like health bars and like look, this monster is three-fourths of the way stunned and this and that. Like, you have to learn to read the monsters based on how they're reacting in the hunt, how they're, like, moving and how they're fighting as well as how they look. Like, you can see when you've broken parts. It doesn't automatically tell you. All right, well, we're looking inside the drug cartels, or I guess it's the mansion. It's not really a hideout. They operate pretty openly, huh? So Mm -hmm. um, what what you're looking at here is it is... A lot less basketball shorts than... You should probably get some more guys with basketball shorts. One of my guys... Only one. Yeah, only one. Uh, Honestly, and uh, it's funny, the skill sets of, or at least the initial ones for the bad guys here seem better. Oh, yeah. It's it's easier to be bad, you know? It's it's easier to be bad. Um, And I don't know if I, I got a little bit more of a hang of it, but... It's just a miserable idea. Doing it. <laughs> All right, well, let's, I, let's knock out these other I questions. I can expand on it later, yeah. Thank you, Hunter, for your uh, dive into ruining In Monster Hunter, what analysis. they should not do for Monster Hunter. Uh, Carly, how about you? Yeah, so you had me do the same prompt, but for Animal Crossing. Because um, that's the game that defines you, right? That's, that's the, the only <laughs> game <laughs> the only that she has ever played. <laughs> I, was, I was just thinking of games we played recently, and last time game we talked a lot about was Animal Crossing. I know you play a lot of games. <laughs> yeah. Hey, no, no, I'm not. That's that's what I am um, going back to most often these days. 
simply for the fact that it has no real you know, requirements in game. I mean, you obviously, to buy new things, to get a bigger house, you, you have to sell things, you have to do some kind of daily tasks and you get different points for them that you can then use to upgrade your home, buy new furniture, etc. But mm-hmm. what would easily ruin how carefree and laid back <laughs> this game is would be to create like an active quest system that you had to fulfill to progress in game um that would definitely ruin it so yeah sometimes when my real life is too stressful as you know all of 2020 has been (laughs) i find it really difficult to enjoy games that require too much of me. Sometimes I just want to get in game and kind of just run around an island and pick fruit off trees and and yeah, so Animal no Crossing one's telling has you to been do anything. try to yeah. get rid of all the bears. Or and you know, I don't I I don't always want to fight something. I've never played a game like this that's been so laid back and didn't require anything specific of me every time I log in. Um, But I think it's been the perfect game for my 2020. And yeah, so I would say an easy way to ruin that would be having an active quest system and or adding things for you to fight. And I would I would (laughs) say that I've seen a perfect example of that this past week, because like normally you just play to like relax and chill on that. But you you took the time out, the turn ups. (laughs) And are you you've played, right? Chris, you have Animal Crossing. Yeah, yeah, I know what the turnips are. Yeah, yeah. so that that becomes like, and I, I remember from when I was playing uh, much more often, that becomes like a stressor for the week. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I'd get to work and I'd be like, shit, I didn't check my turnip prices. Check the turnip prices. This is the morning that they're going to be like 150 per yeah. turnip, and the rest of the week they're going to be under 90. So like the the few things that they do have that, like the fact that you only have like a month or so at times, mm-hmm to get certain things or you have to, those would be the only things that I would say are like, oh, yeah. you know, not part of the whole relaxing thing, but yeah, everything else super, super but, relaxing. Yeah. But those are all optional, which yeah. is, which is what keeps it, you know, if you wanted to have something that's a little bit more like daily goal oriented that you have to get on and like, oh, now it's mushroom season. I have to run around and always pick my mushrooms so I can make all the items or it's, tur- you know, I bought turnips this week. You you have the option to make it a little bit more connect to you in that way, you know, but you don't have to and it won't affect your ability to still enjoy and progress in the yeah. game. Right. Uh, I think that's really important. And yes, absolutely. Last week <laughs> I bought turnips for the first time in months <laughs> and it was a very stressful week, so I will not be buying turnips we'll again. I watched them. Yeah, I checked them twice a day, and <laughs> I, every time I checked, they just got lower and lower <laughs> in value. So I bought them at ninety eight, and on Saturday evening, they were down to forty three. <laughs> wow! And uh, so Turn I called stonks. Kristen, who <laughs> is not afraid to time off. And she time hopped, and I, I at least broke even, so that was nice. But, uh. Nice. All right, ruining Animal Crossing. Very good. Uh, Frank. So, my game 
uh, was Warzone because that's I'm the Warzone guy now. Uh, <laughs> well, we were just playing PUBG and talking yeah, about and how much Warzone is better I have than a PUBG now, to yeah. play Warzone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, real quick, yes, I'd like to is. mention that this is a casino level, and Alfredo loves casino levels. He's the casino this level is, guy. This is this is the best, and in Colombia, this is like the best thing ever. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Ten out There's of a 10. casino like this on every block. <laughs> that's how that that's how they look. That's how they look. All of them. Yeah. Oh, really? It's beautiful. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, um, anyway, so yeah. Warzone. Um, the thing about Warzone is they do kind of experimental versions every now and then, and they kind of change mm. certain aspects. Honestly, it doesn't like break the game to me, and it kind of, make, kind of makes it more fun, you know. So you could say, oh, what about a gulag? If you just had like basically unlimited gulag, you oh, know, okay, um, to some extent. Well, they did that. They kind of did that with the zombie mode where. Um, you right. come back. Gulag for people who zombie. don't know is when you die in the battle royale, you have a chance to fight against someone else and come back. Yeah, and then you come mm-hmm. back you as a zombie. And if you collect two vials, you come back as a human. You know, but if you die as a mm. zombie, you're dead forever unless you get bought back by a teammate. You know, so right. to to me that kind of made it more fun. You know, it made the games you know last a little bit longer. Sure, right. but yes. uh, more there was a little though. bit more of a, a teamwork strategy aspect because you could be like, it's not a big deal if someone is gone. You know, if they're good enough, they can kind of get their way back or you can kind of help them get back. Um, right. So I would say uh, something that could break the game possibly is something that uh, Chris and I had in PUBG. <laughs> Experienced. Where, uh, <laughs> you know, if you, if you, Chris and I played PUBG recently, we were just two guys and we thought we were playing in doubles, um, but we were going against squads of four people sometimes, you know. And if you go, you know, toe to toe, well, usually four is going to beat out of two, you know, most of the time. <laughs> Um, even though, even it, if I'm it, on honestly, team, in Call yeah. of Duty, that it, it can go either way. Like I've had guys just like sure. wipe out whole teams before, you know. So it's really, honestly, it probably still wouldn't be that bad. Um, and that's actually an option you can pick in Call of Duty whether to fill your um, team with empty spots or not. You know, you can, you know, right. uh, get a rando or not. But uh, the fact that <laughs> mismatching squads would ruin the game. Yeah, you know, like like constant, like on on like, mismatching squads. When you don't choose it, like you can't choose to not do that, that would that would probably uh, break the game and not be fun. Even you though if someone's good, good enough, man. they probably could be fine still. Yeah, that's it. Doesn't yeah. got to get good. And squads don't matter. <laughs> yeah, every, every got to play every game like it's solo. <laughs> uh, Fredo, what about your game? What, I forget which game I sent you your way. What did I do? Okay, of course you sent me. Oh, Rocket of course League. I did. Of course I sent you Rocket League. <laughs> yes, yes <laughs> well, it's because, because you have like a thousand hours logged <laughs> in that game, Fredo. <laughs> I, I have big on issues Steam, with that game. Just on <laughs> Steam, he has it on the Switch, he has it on the PlayStation. No. He has an ungodly oh amount God. of hours in that game that were untold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, because Frank helped me out with the Switch version. That is the worst freaking version of Rocket League because you know the Switch. We have a Mario Kart, but I, but you know, it, it's that bad that I probably played like already like two hundred hours on the Switch. So it's one of those oh games God. that I love. No, that, that that's the thing. It's a stupid concept. It's just just merge soccer and RC cars, and bam, you have Rocket yeah, League. Yeah, soccer but, Hot Wheels. Yeah, but they did a great job doing those two things. The physics on the game are amazing. Mm-hmm. Still, uh, the online multiplayer is seamless. Before yeah. it was bought by Epic Games, because now that they have Epic Games bought Rocket League from Psyonix, now yeah. the servers are not that good because, you know, it became a free game and now all the kids that are playing Fortnite, they're playing Rocket League. So mm. I, I, pro- I think probably they're killing the game already. So probably, yeah, I think it, it has been, what, like six years of Rocket League? Five years? So yeah, I think, I think yeah, it's, it's time to... Yeah, it's time to the game to die. So <laughs> wow, but yeah, 
He yeah, wants yeah, yeah, no, but, So uh, what will me, you do to kill it? <laughs> keep it going the same direction. But yeah, no, but but still. Yeah, remove the soccer ball. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> and put yeah, in people say, instead of cars. The only thing, the only thing to break the game, it will be not jumping. You know, not, not jumping, flying, not nothing, <laughs> not jumping. Just That's imagine that, idea. just being, yeah, just being on the ground and not doing a thing. Uh, yeah, that would be awful. It's yeah, super I think high gravity. Like, <laughs> exactly. So that will be garbage. So. So yeah, that will <laughs> break answer. the game right away. Not jumping. Okay. Good answer, Fredo. Tom, what about you? What what did I send your way to to break? Oh, I don't I remember what it is now. Go ahead. Uh, it was Hades. Hades, yep. Because I keep bringing it up because I love it. Play Hades. It is uh, a fantastic game. Like you said, you want to make part of the podcast just being about uh, Hades. So <laughs> it's it's my job yes. to to bring it home. Yeah. No. Uh, so basically to really put Hades in a nutshell, it's one of those roguelikes where you're able to uh, go through and play multiple times, but each time you do, uh, it allows you to really, incredibly, more than any game I've ever played, switch up your uh, play style. And other games, I think you get into a groove where you're like, this is the thing that I like to do. And this is maybe one of the first games I've ever played where it really behooves you to try new things and have fun and you get to experiment and so you do that through choosing uh different uh boons from the gods so my uh way to ruin the game would be to just make it where it was always randomized what you'd get oh like you didn't have the three choices each time right gotcha. like it would just be like one of of them like if, if the or if or let's say the game just chose for you you know, right. like there was just like some other arbitrary method in which like it chose. Yeah. Because I think that's by far and away what's so exciting is building like the, in an RPG. Yeah. Yeah. When you're in, you know, how when you're in an RPG and you get like a chest or uh, you defeat a, an enemy and you find something new and it's that exciting moment of like, oh, is it better than what I have? Or like in Divinity that's, when you get the option to invest more skill points into your character or characteristic points. <laughs> Yeah, and you, yeah, you yeah. spend I, you spend ten minutes looking at your character, trying to decide which one will slightly help you better. I maybe maybe I'm lame, but like those moments where you're staring at the screen and just like looking at the stats are almost the most fun for me. And that's not to say I don't have a ton of fun playing a game. I just I really enjoy agonizing over those decisions. And Hades, like, it's easily top, probably top five games. I feel like maybe I've ever played. If I was being honest. I, they did a phenomenal job of like one reveling in that, like having fun mm -hmm. with what that choice will be, but also uh, like that roguelike aspect of doing it again and again makes you feel like you don't have to regret permanently making a stupid decision. Yeah. You know, like the, there are times in RPGs where maybe I've wanted to experiment, but I was like, I can't because that's not the smart decision. Right. And I'm going to wait. I'm going to waste it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's it. Taking away choice. You did a good job. Uh, praising Hades, so thank you, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> well, praise, Hades. Praise, Hades. praise Hades. Praise Hades. <laughs> offer, uh, offer my. Uh, I was just hoping the bonus point tickers were going. <laughs> oh yeah, through the, <laughs> through the roof. All right, so we have played some of the Narcos side. We have played some of the cartel. Right, the Narcos are the good, the good, the yeah, good the guys. DEA and DEA the Narcos. And yeah. the Narcos. 
So I was going to say it the opposite way. So this game has a daily average player count of about 10 a day, and it's normally $30. It does go on sale from time to time, though. Um, like I said, the game just came out a year ago. Um, it is on some lists already, though. So let's get into what the critics had to say about it. On Metacritic, this game does rank. As I said, it has a PC, PS4, Switch, and Xbox One release. So I'm going to kind of take the, all those scores into account here. But what do you guys think this game got? A score from the critics. What would the critics say? I will say a 37. 37, fairly low. All right. Uh, Fredo, what do you think? It will be a 55. 55 for Fredo. Oh, Frank, what do you think? I'm going to say 72. 72, pretty high. All right. Carly. Hello. 42. And Hunter. It's going to make my 45 sound really mean, <laughs> but I'm still going to stick with it because that was my original. All right, 45. All right, well, tell you what, the PC version, the play game that we played today, Hunter, congratulations, it's a 45. Uh, for the PS4, it got a 59, which was closer to Fredo's. For the Switch, it got a 41, which is closer to Carly's. For the Xbox, it got a 63, which is closest to Alfredo again. There yeah, I won. I won. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Hunter, definitely an extra point for you getting it on the nose for the PC version, the game that we played tonight. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, let's talk about, let's look a little bit what the critics had to say here. PC Invasion gives it a 30 out of 100 and says, unfortunately, Narcos Rise of the Cartels doesn't depict the war on drugs. Rather, it's a war on duds. <laughs> As it, mainly, as it mainly clashes with its own identity and as the established mechanics of the genre. Tom, let's give you one. Mare's Station gives it a 40 out of 100 and discusses the AI. Enemies' behavior, regardless of whether they are from the DAA or the cartel, is completely irrational. The same... The same they pounce bare-chested without looking for cover, staying in a corner while being riddled with bullets or grenade, an element that after the third level is devastating in such a way that many scenarios can be overcome without firing a single shot. Simply by using the grenade's launcher, whose scope is miraculous, you can go down one after another all the enemies without making the slightest movement to avoid it. Ooh, I wish I'd it was, gotten that far. It was a uh, yeah, a little bit of a translation error, I think, on that uh, on that review. But yeah, it, the grenade launcher. Uh, many times you can just keep your person in the same spot, use one person the entire mission, and just launch grenades. Um, especially when you have the skill on them that lets them fire a little bit further. Yep. Um, Hunter, what you got over there from PC Gamer? Let's talk about the elephant in the room here. This is a fucked up way to depict police work. In the very first scene of the tutorial, the game asked the player to bring a gang member in. This involves shooting him repeatedly because this is the only interaction that is available to you until you unlock grenades. Occasionally, missions will have objectives like obtain some evidence or rescue a hostage. But just as often, it's assassinate a cartel leader. Narcos, the TV show, was clearly trying to acknowledge the amoral tactics employed by the police, but Narcos, the game, only really does so via the fact that it contains clips from the show. 
the fact that you've gunned down hundreds of people in the streets over the course of the game is barely commented on. This is the peril of a real-world setting. It invites real-world questions. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this person was pretty upset by, I, I guess... I don't know. I, I guess if you aren't familiar at all with Narcos and just play the game, that's a takeaway you could have, I guess. <laughs> yes. but, uh, He's yeah. so upset by the basketball shorted men being <laughs> murdered in droves yeah. by the police. We heard some about from the critics about what they thought, uh, but is this game someone else's treasure? Uh, well, this game is rated on Steam a certain way. You guys want to guess uh, what its overall recommended is? 49% recommended. 49. Carly. Let's go 57. Hunter? 45. Oh Lucky number God. 45. <laughs> Come on. Tom, what do you think? Uh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna hold as well. I'm gonna stay low. 30 <laughs> what did I say 37? I think 37, yeah. And yeah, Fredo. I'm, gonna I'm just gonna say 65 because I know there's a diehard fans of the series, so <laughs> This game will be so so recommended, so that's All my guess. Right. 65. Frank, congratulations. It's 52% recommended Ooh, on Steam. Nice. Oh, this game is nice many one. people's treasure. I am going to send a review to, let's see, I sent one to you, Fredo. <laughs> okay, the username is fucked up, dude. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so he says, I think this game is quite entertaining overall. The gameplay quite laid back. There I think improvements that could be made to the gameplay to make it more enjoyable. For example, being able to move only one of your team per turn. I would recommend buying this game while it's on sale at a reduced price. So yeah, no, he just went to buy the thing on sale. I, I, I don't know. I don't know about that. And I but think yeah. there's room for improvement. Fair. All yep. right. Uh, Hunter. Ghostly 909. Never seen the show. After watching the trailers and the fact it's a turn-based interested me. So on to reviews as I bought some poor, X-rated language, probably not allowed, games in the past. <laughs> realizing reviews were bang on the mark. Because of most of the negatives with this game, where do you do with only being able to move one character at a time? I thought I'd give it a go. More of a challenge. You have to think more and make sure each character covers one another or your team won't last long. Glad I took a chance on this game. Recommended. <laughs> nice. So he thinks it's more of a challenge that you can only move one at a time. All right. Fair, fair. <laughs> uh, Carly, how about you? All right. Battle Goat says, since I played hours the first week, I would say addictive equals good. Not nice. recommended. Oh, do they not recommend it? Since I played eight hours the first week. You know what? I, I think he did say recommended. Say, I think that's my error. I put not recommended. I, yeah, he did. Say, I played I don't, eight I, hours in a game and I'm still yeah. like like in a day and I'm like, eh, this is kind of garbage. Yeah, I don't want to smirch the, the good name week. of Battle Goat. He did recommend yeah. it. <laughs> eight uh, hours in a week. That's nothing. Those are rookie numbers. You got to pump those Battle up. Battle Goat is a busy person. <laughs> busy goat. They're battling all the time. Battling. There's battles to do. Yeah. Get all right. right. Uh, Tom, what do you have there? <laughs> uh, this one, it's, it's pretty good. Just So it's from General Lupinini. Mm -hmm. 100 out of 10. <laughs> wow. Perfect. Perfect portrayal of how the cartel does things. <laughs> Do whatever it takes to kill your men. <laughs> I rage quit almost all times because I wasn't careful enough. Great game. Recommended. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, there you go. You know what? I didn't send anything your way on either of these, did I, Frank? I am so sorry, no, Frank. No, it's okay. Wow. Wow. I'm some Are sort of good. monster. I was, I was keeping it with myself. I wasn't going to cry. You were, wow. It's you not like cry. I didn't, didn't you, you notice either. You weren't going to, but now you are. If you want to send me another one, I'll read it. Instead of instead of Frank, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. I'll see how you deliver it, and how you deliver it will will determine whether, whether, whether it gets on the podcast the or not. Yeah. Um, it's going to go to the next segment a bit. Okay. He's going to call me and have me reread it. <laughs> right, here you go. Here you go, Frank. <laughs> see how you deliver this. This is your, see, this is your online says, XCOM clone, but instead of battling aliens... You fight illegal aliens, which isn't correct, all right? They said not recommended. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't but, make sense. But technically, you're the illegal alien. Sense. Kind of sort of not really. It's dumb. I mean, you probably have jurisdiction so to levels. But you know what I mean? It's, like, it's their country. If anything, in the show Narcos, it's an American going to Colombia to kill people. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you're, you're technically the... Well, unless he's talking about you being the Narcos killing the DEA. And then you're killing illegal immigrants. Ooh, you, even you're though right, the DEA is the illegal aliens. Yeah, there even though go. they probably do have wow. jurisdiction and right to be there, but still, you know what I mean? Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The DEA is the illegal. Yeah, they're aliens. foreign invaders killing killing people on their native homeland. Yeah. All right, good. I was I was afraid it would come across as some sort of racist thing, but we turned it around. No, nah, I was definitely racist. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Not, um, not at all. Okay, so we we heard from the critics. We heard from some people who liked it. We heard some from someone who didn't like it as well. Uh, but what about our scores it's time we gave this game a score it deserves using our patented garbage valley score system so our scoring system here is a little bit unique anyone can rate a game on a zero to ten scale but that leaves little appreciation for games that are so terrible they're enjoyable and so as normal you've got your masterpieces like XCOM 2 that are your nines to tens um, then maybe slightly lower scoring games I put this game on here without knowing you'd played it Tom uh, like uh, gears tactics that is maybe a seven or an eight or a six right Tom not as good as XCOM right yeah okay. no that's fair no no not as good okay but good all right um, and as games get worse they get closer to zero but we keep going all the way to negative ten once it gets into the negatives it means uh, it's getting more enjoyment out of it so a negative ten will give you just as much enjoyment as a positive ten and a zero some something in the valley oh, a negative Negative one, positive one, zeros. They're just in the garbage valley. They're a waste of your time. So where would we place this game on our scale? Is it a good game or a bad game? So is it positive or negative? And what kind of value of enjoyment do you get out of it? Tom played it first. Let's hear from Tom. You brought up a good point by bringing up the score, Gears Tactics. And I just want to go back to Hunter again. Mutant Year yes. Zero? It's like a nine. You know, All it's, right. it's I have great. the demo it's, downloaded, so... Yeah, it's a, it's just a, it's just a really good game. XCOM's a really good game. You'll see what these games are are meant to be. And XCOM, I think, is the perfect example of, of a just if you like first person shooters and like the idea of running around and like flanking people and like the tactics of it. This is just like a mo- but you're not good at shooting. You know, like you you go on to PUBG and you get your ass kicked instantaneously. Like this is cool. It's kind of like the thinking man's game of a first person shooter. Like. You're still doing all the same tactics. Yeah, but you don't need twitch shooting. Yeah. Off of per- Twi- twitch yeah, shooting like, by, I mean, like like quick reflexes. Right, right, right. You're able to, like, think about what you want to do. And I, I think um, there's something super satisfying, like I said, about, like, when you're when you're not just relying on a mechanic, a broken mechanic, like shooting grenades really far or, or, or even Overwatch. Um where you're just playing only defensively, but Over, where you play Overwatch mode, and play not Overwatch well, the video game. It's, yeah, it's just super satisfying. And like, I feel like if they hadn't have done the one person at a time, 
thing. Mm-hmm. That one flaw, and I assume that is why we're talking about maybe the one flaw thing. I don't know if that's why. Yeah. But I think if I were to say you took that away and made it back where each team moved, it would it would be completely fine. It'd be a fine game. It'd be more. It, okay, so like, put it this way: if Mutant Year Zero is super cool story and interesting, and the powers you get are complicated and cool and and fantastical, and then you drop down a bit and you're like, XCOM, XCOM has solid g- gameplay, and like you're fighting aliens and there's alien weapons and the tech you get is like pretty cool. You can do some pretty cool things with it later on, and then there's like Narcos. Where, like, it's, like, it solid tactic turns, but it's just guns and fucking boring. Would be, you know, that would have been the problem. It just would have been a more boring version of the other two. But instead, like Chris introduced, there was one flaw. And that flaw is one unit moves at a time. And at its best, when it's not dangerous, it's painstakingly long mm-hmm. to go through all of your team to get across a room and do it tactically because you're trying to stick together or you're like running and gunning it and then you're killing your entire team. Uh, and it's just, it's, it turns what could have been at least okay into a miserable slog. So uh, for that one reason, I think if it didn't have that, I would have given it like a five. And because it does have that, I'll give it a two. <laughs> okay. Not, en- not enough enjoyment there. Just uh, Just a bad game. That's that's right at the yeah, edge of the valley. Based up, like I said, and it would have been bumped up by at least three points for just that one moronic mechanic not being in it. Mm-hmm. Two from Tom. Uh, all right, and not all of us got our hands on the game, but we'll we'll try and quickly go through with our impressions. Uh, how about how about the man who knows the culture the best, perhaps uh, Fredo? <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. I'm so <laughs> this. Yeah, so as I already we said... We want you to grade it on the realism end <laughs> of the game. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Now, as I said already, my point of view of everything, of Narcos, the series and everything, yeah, I hate it. But uh, as a game, I think it doesn't look that bad. I've seen a lot of things here on GGN. I think this is... This doesn't look that bad. I'm not used to that genre either. The last <laughs> game that I played of this genre was 15 years ago, and it was kind of something like this, but it was pixelated. Yeah. So definitely I will give it something in between, say, minus four. It, it looked fun. It looked fun for what it is. But, it, but it's a bad but, game, and it's funny that... So there's some enjoyment that it was bad. Exactly. Okay. Thing. And, and, yeah, no, for being authentic, yeah, not at all. Yeah, every dub was made by... I uh, know, the only the only good dub, it was the bad guys when you were playing, That's that were Colombians. I'm, I'm going to say it there. They said a lot of things, a lot of putas. I don't know where... Yeah, every time <laughs> that I'm playing Rocket League, that's what I say, puta, every time. So I'm like, okay, yeah, that sounds like a Colombian. But uh, but the person who played Pablo, as the mm-hmm. person who played in the series Pablo, yeah, doesn't... Yeah, the one is Brazilian, and they put in the game some Mexican random dude. So, okay. yeah, it's not authentic at all. But I think as a game, it looked good, and probably I will play it, okay? So that's why all I right. give it a minus four. <laughs> okay. Yeah. How about yeah. Frank? <laughs> well, I feel like, you know, the... A part about this game that's really lacking is the one at a time aspect, you know? Sure. But besides that, it seems like 
a fine enough game. It doesn't really seem like terribly broken, you know. And uh, you know, overall, it doesn't look like hot garbage. Like we've seen way worse looking games. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. you know, exactly. Aesthetically, it's fine. They also had a casino level, you know. Now, did you get the gamble in the casino level? No. <laughs> All right. Nope. It was merely a backdrop, you know. It was merely a scene but to be in, not to play in. Um, but it was um, beautiful. I'm gonna have to give it a five. Okay. A five. Uh-huh. All right, Carly, what'd you think? Um, all right. So I didn't mean to copy the only person who played the game this evening, but my <laughs> my genuine thought when when I first thought about the garbage scale here was a positive two. This is not a game that I would have gravitated towards on my own, but it looked like a decent game. And if this is a style of game that interests you then it looks like this would be enjoyable so you know it's not a necessarily a bad fun game but not a just a bad game either i guess so yeah going with <laughs> going with tom here too <laughs> Two. all right very good uh hunter how about yourself right. i'd like to call into evidence oh. <laughs> okay <laughs> um, I've, 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 I've got a point here and I'm not sure if I'm going to get to it. <laughs> uh, StarCraft 2 and WarCraft 3, okay. I mean, you're, you're familiar with them. Sure. Pretty much the same game. Mm-hmm. One takes place medieval. It's like a reskin. It's whatever. The biggest difference and the reason that WarCraft 3 doesn't take off in the same way that StarCraft 2 did in the like eSports kind of arena uh, on top of the fact that StarCraft was much bigger than the original one, the yeah. original Warcrafts and stuff, so it has that being on it. The other thing is that Warcraft Three introduced the hero, if you remember that. Like your, you know, you had your main guy, and he was always the head of your units. And I feel like that is kind of the problem with this game, with the whole one person moves. Is that like Tom was saying, like you basically just like max level one person and use that guy. For the whole thing, so you have this hero thing where you're you're only using one guy the whole time. Everybody else, like it just it doesn't it doesn't make sense that it doesn't fit with the uh, like strategy type building. It does it doesn't seem it seems to make it much more random, I mm-hmm. guess, in a way, and less strategic. Um, we this is something we didn't really talk about, but it also seems like the enemy AI is kind of crap. Yeah, like, yeah. One they of just the, one run of the up on you that. every time, and mm-hmm. um, they don't like. I, I feel like the the point, and again, you and Tom play more of these types of games than I do, but I feel like the point of these strategy games is like when you get to a good when you get to a point where you're really good, you can like bait certain things to happen and prepare and, and lure enemies into traps and stuff. And that doesn't feel like this. This really does feel like they wanted to make a first-person shooter, but then we're like, oh, no, we only have the engine for tactical strategy game. Right. And they were like, well, we're just going to we're gonna make it as close to a first-person shooter as possible, but it's going to have to be this tactical strategy. The the little third person and first person modes feel completely out of place. The theme of the game or I guess like the story doesn't interest me at all. Like I I kind of want to check out the show. The show sounds interesting, but 
when I play video games, like a drug cartel, maybe it goes with the show, but like the idea of like the drug war and all that doesn't sound like a tactical kind of thing. Like it, it almost seems like, again, it almost seems like they should have just made a first person shooter. I I really do think that that moving one person at a time just completely ruins it. So I just got to go with a one. I I do not see like any real point in playing the game. And the only thing that's good about it is it doesn't look like complete crap. (laughs) Yeah. I guess Mm -hmm. like, and we, we didn't even really usually like we get into like, you know, the so bad it's good. There really wasn't like the, the voice acting wasn't over the top bad. The animations weren't over the top bad. Some of the silliness, I guess, came from like I noticed a couple of the death animations when they get hit by grenades. They kind of like ragdoll, ragdoll yeah. for a second and then just flop back on the ground. And I, I did like a, I snorted through my nostrils <laughs> at that. I don't know if you heard, but so there, there wasn't even like a like a tomato way esque. This is so crazy. This is right. wild and out there. It's it's just like oh, this is yeah, it's mess. This is boring. The, the greatest sin a game can so, commit, right? I may even have to go zero. zero. I don't know. Ooh, wow. I just like I can't. Well, and I I'm excited. Let me let me yeah. I'll go point five. <laughs> let me say I'm excited to try mutants. Yeah. So like game. I I do enjoy tactical games, but this one. It it removes any taking the tactical out of tactical shooters. Gotcha. Yes. Point five. Yes. All right. So w- real quick, what just one mini thing that um, he said that re- reminded me. They add that like first person shoot for the reaction shots, like for their Overwatch, the counterattack thing. Yeah. React. Yeah. And it and it leads to probably the only thing that is comical, in that I can shoot someone in the face <laughs> eight times. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And. And, like, the game is just, like, it's doing the, the normal, ta- you know, like, t- tactic turn-based, and it's just being, like, oh, well, you just hit the target. You, <laughs> you just know? grazed him. You grazed his cheek. <laughs> right, right. It's not being, like, oh, it's, like, it would have been cool if in those moments it was, like, hey, it's going to be a tricky shot, but if you can pull off, like, a, a kill, like, you'll get a kill. But it's just, like, nah, <laughs> it doesn't matter where you hit it. Like, it was, it, like yeah. so the only first-person shoot shooter part of it at all they took everything out of it. And it was just like, put your mouse here, quick. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a mini game. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a but shooting it's not even a, a well, a well-made mini. Game. Yeah. All right. So, um, personally, yeah, I don't, I don't mind that it's a complete ripoff of XCOMs and people seemed like upset and in the critic reviews, they're like, how dare they, how dare they tread <laughs> on the name of XCOM? <laughs> but I mean, I think, I think there aren't a ton they of games that do that. on it. <laughs> there aren't a ton of games that do that, though I welcome many, many more of them. Um, that's, that's completely fine with me. But if you're going to copy a game so closely though, and I think they really did get very close to like to the overall feel of it, feeling like XCOM, I, it, it felt like it could have been like a community made mod for XCOM. But if you're going to be that close, it's got to be good. And they, they made some really weird choices, mainly yeah, the moving one one per turn. I saw, I saw one reviewer describe it as uh, it becomes like this weird tit for tat kind of exchange. And there's no yeah that they move one person and you're going to move one person on your team. And it just ends up being those two people just moving back and forth. And like you saw Tom, you would just move into a position, do your rest. 
Uh, and as long as you can fire at someone, fire that turn, do another rest so you get one HP back and fire again. Like, this isn't tactical at all. It doesn't make it, sense. It, 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 gen, like I said, and then, yeah, I gave the, the homework out because it just feels like they took the genre and just broke one thing about it. I, I don't know how you could misunderstand tactical shooters that much. And I don't know. It's like there was no playtesting for it. Like, hey, this, this isn't fun or this doesn't work anymore. One, one, uh, one Steam reviewer said that it made it more of a challenge, but it, it doesn't. It doesn't. I, I don't, <laughs> yeah, it's just, it, they, they break, they broke the genre doing it. So, um, yeah boxing while tying boxers hands behind their back would be more of a challenge it wouldn't be more interesting yeah Yeah. um and and like some people said there there are ways to so if you're only able to move one person at a time the advantages that you can try and do are to set everyone up with overwatch or reaction shots but it's hard to build them in this game there's a couple skills you can do make it happen more often so that's a slight advantage you can get yourself and then a weird choice later on there are ways that you can give people around you extra action points. So my interpretation of it, don't I'm not 100% sure on it, but I'm pretty sure it's possible to let more than one person do an action in one turn. But it's a skill you unlock later. You have to work up to the ability to play tactically. Right. At first, they give you a broken tactical shooter, and then later you slowly get to ease into it being a tactical shooter so you have to fix but, uh, the game if if the first like, three hours play. of the game are broken then the game's broken I, it's not worth yeah. getting to the rest of it being a yeah. subpar tactical shooter so it's just like i've i've always heard uh, the phrase is like you have to you have to understand the rules of something before you can break them you know it can right. like with film with tv with video games you have to understand the reasons why you do the things you do before you can break them and improve upon them. And these guys clearly didn't understand why you have either like initiative based or squad based turns. It's weird. And they were, it seems like something they certainly would have worked out in, in play testing. Maybe they didn't, maybe they had some sort of deadline. I know it came out, it didn't come out in a significant date. It was just between season one and two. So I don't know. It it kind of, it kind of like breaks my heart a little bit that it was close to being good. You just needed to change this one little mechanic Mm -hmm. and it would be, I think I'd be happy giving it like a five or a six, but that, that mechanic was in there that you could only move one person at a time. So I got to go with a one. It just, I, I think it's kind of unplayable and a waste of your time and it's just cutscenes from the show so if that really if the plot really interests you just watch the show i don't think you're anyone who even loves the show is going to get more out of this uh it's just play XCOM and name your characters characters from the show <laughs> it'll be fine yeah so uh a one from me okay and one final part of our podcast here is to give someone the reward which i'm holding up here very very tiny little uh are you going to print tell us of Columbia? The, the, the reason, the secret that it is, is this keychain. It is printed with the keychain hole filled in, so you can't make it a keychain. So it's supposed to be a keychain, <laughs> but it is non-functional. <laughs> oh, you could have a drill. My <laughs> drill like the game. Much like the game, you just change one little thing and it breaks it. That's what the keychain is. <laughs> How clever! Very clever, me. I'm so clever. Who has the most points, though? Points don't matter, but I do have a, a sheet of points here. Well, coming off Who's coming off the high 
of winning a tomato. I'm sorry to say, Carly, this evening you do have the least amount of points. I'm sorry, you're oh, out of the running. You know I think what? this is the first time you talked about who had the least. Yeah, wow. You can't wait to call her. Right? I, I was doing like, it from wow, the you just did okay. terrible today. Wow. I'm not going to care. As long I as I got the, the tomato. I was like, oh, it's kind of interesting that you kept score to that degree. Yeah. I don't mark all the points down. You got the lowest points of anybody in any podcast. Say that the least amount of points that I tracked, although it doesn't have an accurate reflection of your contributions this evening. How's that? It's just when uh, I happen to put tallies down. Is it because I didn't have any vegetable puns this evening? There was yeah, a lack there of were... vegetable puns. Uh, you didn't All joke right. about deaths during <laughs> to be fair, drug wars. To be fair, Carly, I, I don't know where we you thought were they at, would Carly. be too. Wow. I think we thought the puns would be too corny. Uh, that is grain, not a vegetable. Okay, well I tried, <laughs> <laughs> and you failed. Uh, take one point Deduct away from points Tom. From Tom. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Dealing with these uh, corn puns, it's kind of a maze. Oh my god! <laughs> Give him a point I'm, back. I'm giving you the point back. That was really good. <laughs> Give him one of Carly's points, which is even lower. I'm in the negatives already. <laughs> Don't take my tomato away. Please don't uh, take I'm my sorry. tomato away. I'm sorry. I really am. You're affecting last I, I apologize. I really, uh, I really popped off. You've lost the point oh, no. again, Tom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Wow. Okay. You. you better be careful. Oh, Give Hunter. Sorry, sorry, Chris. I gotta, I gotta be better. You're, you know, you're the colonel. Oh, wow. You copycat. <laughs> okay, you're, you're just gonna break me down and make me feel like just a husk. <laughs> Bad dude Winnipeg in chat says, "Stop the puns, my ears can't take it anymore." Wow. Wowee. I'm done. Are we done? We done? Yeah. That, that's all so. the phrases around corn. I'm sure. Next, with the least amount of points, I'm calling you out, Frank. Frank, I'm sorry. Frank, you did a excellent job uh, describing, uh, I don't know, what'd you bring this evening, Frank? Frank, you're an excellent teammate in PUBG. <laughs> <laughs> uh, loved having you, Frank. Thank you so much for talking about the bad things. Oh, about. Uh, the next here we have, oh my goodness, a lot of points here. Uh, but I'm sorry, uh, although it is close to your heart, Fredo, I'm sorry, you have, uh, you have the next points here coming in third uh, with, Seven-ish points. Wow. Uh-oh. But I, I excellent contributions. Ex expert I opinions have a from Colombia. Yeah, I already have a lot of keychains of Colombia, so I'm fine, dude. I'm fine, dude. You have lots of I little Colombian keychains that are... Uh, oh, and there's one with more this way this is fatally flawed, by the way. It's it's printed with PLA plastic, with means, which means that once as soon as it's exposed to sunlight, it's going to melt and deform, and it won't look like Colombia anymore. So another way there that it sucks as a keychain. Oh, next we have... <laughs> Tom contributed some some puns there at the end. Here's the thing. It's neck and neck. It's neck and neck between Hunter and Tom. Does anyone have one more pun for me? Anyone on their oh, toes? No. One more pun? Anything. I'll take a drug pun, a t cartel pun, a, a corn pun. Oh, no. I'm so, I'm so on the spot. Mm -hmm. I know, right? Um, <laughs> that's what, it, that's what yes. life is when you're in a tactical shooter so with a quick time ones. reaction. Sometimes you need... I hope I don't blow it. <sighs> Um, you got one better. Uh, is another you name for cocaine. For response. Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> I, I really, I'm so off my game right now. All right, congratulations, Tom, with your insistence on corn puns. <laughs> you forced us into a. 
into a whole situation with corn puns for some reason. Uh, this is this is your. I, I don't honestly don't know which way is right up. Is this? I think this is right up for for Columbia. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you've earned yourself a Columbia keychain. Uh, yeah. So that is. Narcos, Rise of the Cartels. Thank you, everyone, for sticking around with us. Appreciate all of our viewers. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Uh, Happy Thanksgiving. Be safe, wear that mask, and uh, yeah. copyright fair use exemption for criticism and commentary. Garbage Game Night makes no claims to ownership over any games played and has no affiliation with any developer or publishing company. For additional references on cited articles and quotes, check our episode-related blog at garbagegamenight.com. Or if you have a comment about the game we reviewed or have a suggestion, drop us a line.